0: All right, this is Al Vins coming at you from Studio 2. Got my good friend Josh Raymond in the house. How's it going, Josh? It's it's going great, Al. It's postseason
1: time, man. It's postseason. It's literally maybe the best time of the year in the wrestling world. Right? Is it not? Is it not? Um, Yeah, super fun
0: time. We've actually got stuff to recap, actually postseason recap already. We're at that point. Uh, We're certainly to some preview type stuff for the postseason. Before we get going... Uh, I want to want to throw out a quick shout. I believe uh, we've probably got our final um, sponsor ref of the year, unless there's a brand new ref that's reffing like a, the state tournament this year, which I'm unaware of. We're probably we're probably to our final sponsor ref, number fourteen. Pretty big number. I'm happy about that, yeah, Josh. Fourteen sponsored refs is great. Um, our fourteenth referee we're sponsoring for the year, Pat LeVesser from. Uh, SMWOA. Pat was sponsored by Todd Hanson of Morgan and Trust Realty. Big shout out to Todd. Thank you again for for continuing to help out with the
1: sponsor ref program. And uh, yeah, it's I I think it's cool. Yeah, that's number fourteen on the year, and uh, probably like you said, going to wrap it up for the year. But we're you know we're going to do it. Continue to carry on the, the the program next year. Yeah. And more importantly, if we can encourage new officials along with we'll continue to try and find the sponsors so if you people are listening and they can encourage uh new officials to get into the sport we will help
0: yeah yeah let them know if they're thinking about doing it but they're not quite sure it's it's got to be basically free from a financial standpoint right you're going to make a few bucks reffing um you're gonna you're gonna get a sponsor ref to help cover you know whatever shirt and pants and, and black shoes or black with a little bit of white, whatever the rules are going to be next year. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great way to, to stay involved or to get involved. We've talked about with parents, you know, we've got, um, you know, people like Christine Silvis, right. Yeah. Which, which Zach graduated from high school. and Now she's like, Hey, I'll do it. I'm going to ref. So awesome. It, it, all the way down to who'd you just, you sent me a clip. Taylor Defrang, I think, refed a recent match, right? Like, and he's got to be
1: a few years out of high school. He is. He's a few years out of high school, right? Dover Yoda graduate. You know, state tournament wrestler. And um, the reason I sent you, I sent you a, a video I saw was, you know, we might have been tagged in there by the, by the JB Takes, our, our good buddies <laughs> over at JB Takes. Thank you, uh, Logan and Kyle, for tagging us. So, for our listeners that. You know, listen to our last episode. It, Brandon Lundy mentioned the uh, what he called the like the slide tap pin call. The slide tap. Well, they they saw that firsthand from uh, it was actually a tweet from Alex Vanden Houten. It was who's a reporter for the Rochester Post Bulletin. Yep. And it was, you know, it was a big match. It was. I
0: think it didn't. Was it Owen Dent said maybe like set a school record.
1: Yeah, for yep. wins so it was
0: it was significant um, outside of the
1: slide tab. Yeah, but I mean the slide tab was like kind of like the cherry on the top. Right, right? like the the <laughs> Owen Denson set the school record for Caledonia, Houston with 187 wins. He, he surpassed Casey Miners, and coming like literally from left to right out of nowhere was Taylor Defrang to get into position and call the fall.
0: I got to be honest too, Taylor super athletic kid like he made it look super smooth. If if some of our uh, friends I'm not going to name uh, try <laughs> Frosty <laughs> tries this sort of move, I mean he could pull a Hammy. Oh. We might have to actually put a stop to the match before it's even over. Shoulder could pop Shoulder. out. I mean, there's a number of ways that can go south. So luckily we had an athletic young referee to pull that one off. Um, yeah, it, it was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, that was that was a fun that was fun to see and. You know, I'm told that Taylor DeFrang he is going to be refing at the state tournament this year. That's what you were telling me that.
0: Yeah, first year. So that's awesome, right? He's, um, I was going to say not a huge surprise because he was such a good wrestler and and so into the sport. But on the other hand, it generally takes at least a few, right? Nobody's getting in their first or second year. Um... Outside of you, Josh, when you referee, I'm, I'm thinking you can go from middle school to the state tournament immediately. But outside of that, there's usually, you know, two, three, four, five years before someone gets in. So nice job, Taylor.
1: And Hopefully, uh, maybe we get to see that slide tap pin at the state tournament also. Right.
0: And look, as awesome as it was, it also didn't take away from anything. Mm. Like... No, nobody outside of a few of us kind of on the inside joke, right, even even really noticed it. You yeah. know, I'm sure that Alex Van Hout didn't post that particular video because of that slide tab.
1: No, I mean, that's just an excellent byproduct of Right, it. Exactly. The, the, the was, exactly. The pin was the, the focal point, the <laughs> that's pin, but oh. thank you Taylor DeFrang for being athletic enough to pull it off. Exactly. And it looks smooth doing it. And you know what? We'll probably have Brandon on maybe maybe another episode here, maybe our next episode. I was a little nervous. It's hard to tell.
0: If you don't shut your ringer off, we might get him in the middle of an episode at any given point. I shut it off tonight. Right? Nice. We've got to be prepared for this guy. And,
1: and I won't lie, the last two <laughs> times we've talked to him, I've been a very nervous about what he might say. <laughs> <laughs> like the So, and I... Our editing department's kind of on vacation right now. Yeah, so we caught gonna... a lot
0: of grief from them last time. They were nervous as well. They had to do some work. So, um, yeah, I think maybe putting Brandon on, on the hold for an episode's good. Yeah. Just, like I said, I don't
1: know what he's going to say. We don't know what he's going to say. With that, um, before we get rolling into this episode, Al, we should mention that this episode is brought to you, brought to our listeners by General Sports Health and Recovery. We are only 15 days out from the state wrestling tournament. Two weeks from tomorrow? Two weeks from tomorrow. Oh, boy. Seems crazy. And Dr. Gannon Volk understands the needs of the high-level athletes and the stressors that the sport can put on the body. That is why he's focused on helping clients perform better, recover faster, and prevent injuries. As, our, as we make our way down the stretch of what is arguably the toughest high school sport, schedule your complimentary consultation with Dr. Gannon at generalsportshealth.com today.
0: Awesome. Who's going to argue this it's the toughest sport? You said arguably the toughest? Or did I mishear you?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't write that part. So right. I don't, that was I don't know, like <laughs> No ugh. doubt.
0: Um, yeah. Okay, great. So look we got like I say we got all kinds of things to, to cover here um, before we get into the um, in the high school postseason let's just jump off a little tangent Josh there was actually a duel last last week on what night was that Thursday night that we had mentioned on the show
1: yeah I can't remember that long ago it, it was a while.
0: well it was a duel you predicted and 30 to zero in favor of the Vikings <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: Skull Vikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Different Vikings, way cooler than those Vikings that say Skull, luckily. Uh, yeah, Augsburg went over to Augustana, and uh, we talked about it. They hadn't wrestled for, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. It had been like a, a Donnie Long and Dyke since their last um, duel. He finished off the duel before this. So it had been a while, but I think it's great. It's towards the end of the year. Look, Augustana, um, they came out uh Surprise alert! Here, Augsburg won the duel. Augustana came out and scrapped hard. Their kids up and down the lineup were wrestling hard, and um, and it was great because twenty guys got to have a good tough match, and none of them have any any negative effect on their postseason seeding or rankings or record or winning percentage because it was D two and D three. So there's really no harm done. No harm? But, but there was a bunch of a bunch of good matches. Um, you know, Jackson Roman came out for Augustan and really got things rolling. He wrestled great. Um, Wyatt Kesrovsky, we talked about was one of his first times down. Um, Wyatt actually did a nice job uh, avoiding uh, a tech fall. I mean, Jackson's a handful, man. Right? You you knew this. You predicted three yeah, zero, a, a regular decision, but. Um, yeah, so that that was a good match to start, high energy, high action and stuff. And we came out, and you sent out Jack Huffman, who felt like he was about nine years older than Chance Suddeth, who we sent out from from Augsburg. He came out and big brothered him to start that duel, man. He was he was head pounding and pulling and shucking, and uh, I think he took Suddeth down twice in a minute, right? Like it was it was oh, yeah. looking ugly. And then um, the young kid from Augsburg kind of settled settled down a little bit and got in the match. And turned out it was a great match, seven uh, five at the end, I think. So uh, nice competitive match. We won't go through through every match. I don't I don't think we need to do that. Um, mentioned Kyle Bakke came out, and got the first takedown at one forty nine against Charlie Stool, who is an absolute animal and and is going to finish very high on the podium. Um, So it was a nice way. Charlie ended up winning the match, but Kyle started out strong, um, wrestled well. We had, what do we have? We had, at 184, we had by far the premier match, right? So Bentley Schwanbeck-Osterman for Augsburg, he's lost once this year, was to a Hawkeye in in a reasonably competitive match, and he's just pounded everybody's. Elsie's wrestled. He, he, looked, he, he is. Looked, he looked really good. And we talked about it, right? And um, I actually, I hadn't seen Cade Mueller wrestle in person since high school. And maybe only a couple of times, really, right? Um, Cade does not miss the weight room. He does not His lifting days. Day. He does not skip the lifting days. Um, I actually heard someone say Bentley had chicken legs compared to Cade. There was a, a different, <laughs> I don't know who said <laughs> this, I mean, like me. I think it was Bentley's dad. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> chicken <laughs> legs segment sponsored by Osterman electric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, man, uh, it was fun for me because you know how good Cade is and I, I've been following him and you've watched Bentley a little bit too, and we've talked about it, but. That match was, like, that. that's what we've seen from Bentley all year long. That,
1: that kid looks really tough, man. I, I thought Cade wrestled good. He did. He and just he pe- just got handled. Bentley yep, like, just kept commenting. Bentley's an animal. Oh, that was that was an impressive match by by Bentley, for sure. Right.
0: Uh, up at 197, Max Ramberg, who's been on a tear for Augustana, he beat Parker Venz in a uh, good match. It was close at the end. Um heavyweight Tyler Kim and Max Baleau it came down to where Augustana needed a pin right they were down by six going into heavyweight and there were no pins in the in the duel no pins so a pin by Max Baleau um w- would make the match t- the dual tied and first tiebreaker in college is most wins after that it's most falls so I believe a fall by Max Bailey would be a a, a dual win. Would, Josh, you've watched Max wrestle. You were you were watching this online. And what did you mention? The folks you were watch or uh, watching the duel with I, about so, Max's style.
1: <laughs> I mean, he just he rips off like. A ridiculous amount of leg attacks for a, for a guy at his weight class and, and his size, and he's only gotten bigger since. He's he not I a see small heavyweight. So I'm like, oh man, look out! Oh, here we go. Max is gonna—he's just gonna attack, attack. He's gonna attack a leg and attack a leg and just keep going. And the first thing he did, Al, what was the first thing he did? Oh, he goes over, under, and tries to lock just up. Goes, goes body lock. <laughs> right. My kid starts laughing at me. He's like, "Yeah, nice call, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had that one
0: nailed." And the- he there was a spot name. late in that match, middle to late, when Balo had an over-under locked up and Tyler Kim bellied out. I've seen him belly out maybe like twice in three years. He doesn't belly out. He did not need to. He's super athletic. He stays in good position on and on and on. We've talked wrestles, about how good he is.
1: Yeah, man, he wrestles hard and wrestles but, through positions.
0: But he absolutely bellied out when Max had that over-under. Like, there must have been a feel. And Max is significantly bigger than Tyler. Had to be a feel that that Cammy's just like uh uh-uh, uh I don't, I don't do want this. any part of this. Yeah, this is not where I need to be right now. Pretty
1: savvy of the the yeah the senior senior, senior right? the same age as Jack Hoffman right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway yeah Augsburg ended up winning it was fun Augustine is coming back next year I think um, uh, you know look I'm sure both sets of coaches have matches they would would have liked to go the other way or think they could have won and they certainly could have. Two Good teams, but they wrestled hard and it was good. And, um,
1: it... Augsburg looked really good though. I mean, they looked especially on the mat, yeah. They were they looked so solid that they're 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 mat wrestling, they're top wrestling, and they're they're riding, and they're they're the Turk, you know, that man, they're good the, with that Turk, the, aren't the Audi they? Turk, it's like, oh, geez. I mean a couple of times I thought it was probably illegal, potentially dangerous, <laughs> but you know, I'm just I'm just uh you know <laughs> unbiased fan. <laughs> An
0: unbiased guy wearing a bunch of Augustana gear. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but it was good. I, I mean I really think that duel's great because um you can only you can only cycle up for postseason for so long. And these teams have what, basically a couple of two weeks for regions. Um you can only you know, you can you can only do the training cycle for so long without some some out of the room competition. Yeah, and I think that good hard go there is good for everybody. So, uh, a couple of Santa kids didn't hit the mat that we thought we might see. We talked about Hunter Burnett down yeah. at one forty one. He he was able to wrestle on Saturday um, in their senior day duel they had. I saw, um, and Tyler Wagner up at one sixty five. Um, who, by the way, Tyler Wagner's dad and Jimmy Musloff, apparently, Musloff, they've they've competed against each other in, quote-unquote, old man tournaments. Like Ooh. like a five-person team tournament. My understanding is this was probably a while ago. Okay. Um, I don't know that they're in the same weight class anymore. Uh, I'm not sure if they were then. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty interesting to listen to... Oh man, Wagner giving Jimmy a hard time. Um, Jimmy fed it right back, of course. Uh, yeah, there there was some controversy there. If you see either one of those two in a in a laid back setting, feel free to ask them about uh, think,
1: recall the memories from that match. Do you think Jimmy was trying to duck him? Maybe went down a weight class.
0: Well, I I think so.
1: Well,
0: all right, here it is. Spencer Yo was there, right? And anybody who's been around a while knows Spencer Yo. Oh man! Oh yeah! Oh boy! Wagner, dang it. He probably didn't say dang it. But dang it, Wagner. You're supposed to weigh in this honors honor system. You didn't make weight. Well, Wagner apparently was not at the prescribed weight that they were gonna wrestle at or or close to it. So I believe Spencer declared it a forfeit and Jimmy's team got the team points. But I I and I man, I feel terrible. I don't know. I say old man Wagner. You're old man Raymond. I'm old man Vance. Yeah. I don't know Tyler's dad's name, first name. Anyway, uh, I think he actually won the match against Jimmy. So there's a little back and forth both ways, but uh, yeah, that was some good, entertaining
1: fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. We need more old. We need more old timer tournaments. <laughs> There was a time when
0: uh, your brother-in-law had a buddy from the campgrounds that wanted to get an old man's team (laughs) together. This guy was like... Right. It was Eric Funk, right? from Rochester. Yeah. The dude's like, I'm gonna say he's six three two fifty. I don't know what he is, but compared to me, he's six three, two fifty. He's like, Yeah, Al, you and I can practice. I'm like, are you <laughs> <Yeah>. kidding me? Al, <laughs> <Hell>, no way. <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. I I quickly lost like twenty-six pounds. <laughs> yeah. I was I am not a, I'm going down two weight classes getting underneath Eric here. I do,
1: I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Oh, I thought that would have been awesome.
0: But the old man stuff sounds fun. So they had some sort of league that that um Wagner and Musloff were in and, and they maybe had like five events and some different team tournaments. And yeah, they they both of them, their faces lit up. They had a good time with it. So oh, it sounds
1: fun. Super maybe fun. not for me,
0: but fun for others.
1: Yeah, fun for others. <laughs> okay, so after you were at the Augsburg Augustana duel, you kept heading west? We, st- we stayed in Sioux Falls, and we headed south, almost straight south. Oh, straight south. Yeah, Falls. we actually
0: went east a little bit on 29, 85-mile-an-hour. We went down to Lincoln, Nebraska, and we watched the Huskers take on the Michigan Wolverines on Friday night on senior night. So um, folks have listened to us for a long time know... Obviously, Husker fans, at least I am, and, and you as well, at certain yeah. weight classes. One of the weight classes, 157 pounds, Peyton Rob from Owatonna. Um, giant p Rob fans, right? Very much so. It worked out for us to go down there. Uh, we actually had Jesse Willis, uh, father of a couple of Augie wrestlers, some of Parker's teammates, that made the trip with us. And, uh, yeah, we went down to, to Lincoln and spent the day down there, went to the Husker... Uh, Wolverine duel and I'm gonna tell you right now Josh uh, well jinxed isn't the right word the the Battle of the Burgs was still you know maybe the top wrestling event I've been to this this event was crazy so Nebraska went 10 for 10 they didn't win 10 matches but they wrestled 10 matches and and they had awesome efforts out of all 10 kids so they had two losses on the day one was at 174 pounds. Uh, Bubba Wilson, who is a 165-pounder, that's moved up to 174 this year yep. um, with the emergence of Antrell Taylor for them. Bubba moved up to 174. He wrestled Shane Griffith. You might know that name. He's also known as the guy that saves uh, Stanford wrestling. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's not not bad. As a national
0: champion. Yes. And Bubba lost by a point. Bubba lost by a point. He started neutral in the third and didn't score, but, but lost by a point. The only other loss was at heavyweight, where you may may or may not know. I know you do know. We've got the polar bear, Nash Hutmaker for for Nebraska. nickname. Man, the dude's awesome. Um, Anyway, yeah, he lost to... um, I mentioned Shane Griffith, who was a a move-in All-American at heavyweight. Lucas Davis is also a transfer All-American. He was uh, All-American at Northwestern. Yeah. And... He ended up beating the Polar Bear at heavyweight. So that was the two losses. Both guys wrestled good. Uh, all the rest of the Cornhuskers won, including, um, including wins at 157, a match against Will Luan. P. Rob wrestled him. And, of course, like, like any other Will Luan match you've seen, um, and by the way, Shane Sparks will tell you, Will Luan doing Will Luan things. Which basically means he's stolen his butt off. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's so but bad. But P. Robb P. Rob, uh, has, has kind of finally started to figure out, um, as much as it stinks, he can't just wrestle his normal match. He wants to wrestle against Will Luan. He's got to be pretty selective. Um, and he ended up winning super fun, close match. There was a referee's uh, challenge at the end of the match. I think Michigan was probably challenging neutral danger, which I don't believe is challengeable. Because if the referee doesn't verbally tell you you're in danger, you know, there's a three count. So yeah. uh, back up one sec. In college, there's a neutral danger call. If you're past 90 degrees, not, not 45, which is back points, if you're past 90, the referee says, danger one, danger two, and he calls it out. If he gets to danger three, it's, it's actually a takedown. Right, so the idea is I can't just dive to your ankles and lay on my back and hold on to your ankles. It's basically, the Dean Heil rule. It's absolutely right. So um, I think that was a challenge, but I, if the referee doesn't say it out loud, I don't think you can overturn that because the re, in theory the wrestler doesn't know he's in danger without that loud verbal count. Okay. Either way, Rob wasn't in danger for three seconds anywhere near. No. He won that match. The favorite part of, of that duel that night, one of my favorite parts of the whole year was watching P- Rob walk from his corner to the center of the mat without buttoning his chin strap. So they the, the match was over, they reviewed it. He's in the corner, and the referees come over to explain, right, what happened. They always do to the coaches before they announce it. And P-Rob walked from the corner of the mat where he was talking to his coaches to the center. And he didn't strap it up. So I knew he won. Yep. He would have strapped it up if, if he'd lost, right? And um just the smile on his face, like it, it was super cool.
1: It's always fun any anytime you beat Will DeWan. Oh my gosh, it, right? And your home crowd, senior night.
0: Right. And there were several. I mean, I mean, look, it was it was a super exciting match. It wasn't exciting like the Battle of the Burgs back and forth. You didn't know who was gonna win because from, from the get. From the jump, Nebraska was on them.
1: Well, and Michigan just, they just came off a huge win over Iowa.
0: The first five weight classes against Iowa, Michigan blanked them. Yeah. Guess what? Nebraska did that to to Michigan. At 25, they came out, and um, Michael DiAgostino, I know you're a huge fan of his knee pads and of his beard. (laughs) Who isn't? (laughs) Right? Caleb Smith took him out, wrestled great one. At 133, one of the, one of the toughest dudes in the country, Dylan Raguson is just an animal, right? Like, he he burst on the scene a few years ago and has not slowed down. He had lost all year. And I say had not, past tense, because my man Jacob Van D, you know, baby face Jake from PA, took him out, ended up, there was a clasping call that kind of came out of nowhere um, early in the match, middle of the match, early second period. Anyway, Jacob Van D beat him, so now all of a sudden we're like, Nebraska needs to win one out of these first three. Hopefully, two. Well, heck, they won the first two matches, including one they were a giant underdog. Come out at one forty-one, and we've got um, we've got Brock Hardy and who'd Hardy have? Oh, Sergio <laughs> Lemley, who just yeah. pounded. He, he majored
1: Real Woods. Yeah, I mean, basically pinned him, but
0: right, he did pin him. They didn't call it, but uh, Brock Hardy won that duel or that match. They're 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 rolling. Then comes Match of the night. We've got uh, Austin Gomez and Ridge Lovett, and those two. I don't know if Ridge has ever beat him, and it's always fireworks. And Ridge pounded him.
1: Did Ridge take top in that match? When it was his choice, he did. Heck yes, he, he did. Okay, yeah, after Why wouldn't two you? Two and a half minutes of riding time after. The
0: first well, I mean, year. Austin came out through a terrible throw to start the match off. It was it was odd, but um, <laughs> Ridge beat him up, and and then P. Rob finishes the first half undefeated. Right, so. They blanked the team that blanked Iowa. It's just a crazy. It, it it was super fun. I'm I'm very glad I got to be there for a million reasons. Yeah, what a great weekend. Yeah, in second half, Huskers wrestled good too. Right, nothing, take nothing away from them. But um, it was fun. I'm happy I was there and. Uh, and we're going to talk a little later as to why you didn't make that trip. Not that that's an easy trip for you, but you were, we talked about maybe you coming over to Augustana, Augsburg. And as long as you're going, maybe we'd make the trip South. And
1: yeah, like, and that's a, that's the type, that's the type of, uh, road trip I'm in for usually.
0: It, the, the guy we took from Wisconsin, man, he was like a kid in a candy store. He was giddy. We went, we got there early Taylor, my older son was with wrestled for Nebraska and um, so we, we went for a tour of the facility and talked to trainers and nutritionists and saw locker rooms and watched both teams warm up. And it, it was, you know, it was fun, but he, man, he, he had a good
1: time. Oh, I can believe that. I remember from the last time we did that and
0: right we there, Jordan
1: Burroughs was working out on the air die. Do you remember that? And he's kind of warming up. I do. There was an empty air dye next to him. And I would, I was like, I,
0: I don't know exactly why it's called this, but was that night called the blowfish night? That was the blowfish night. That, <laughs> that was, was Okay.
1: The, That was was the day after the blowfish night. Right. It's like Jolene, I will do I will literally do anything. If you go jump on the airdyne next to Jordan Burroughs and and I'll do him. And just start (laughs) giving it as much as you can. (laughs) And I'm gonna record it. And it will be so awesome. And she was such a chicken about it. She wouldn't do it. Like, can you imagine that'd be like the greatest video ever?
0: Oh, it would have been awesome. You know,
1: because he was just like nonchalantly. Right. He was kind of just Nice, easy warm-up. That's right. He's, like, he's getting ready for a drill session or whatever. It's like, Joanne, jump on their air dime right next to him. Just give it. Like, oh, my God. Oh, God.
0: boy. She wouldn't do it. Hey, speaking of college wrestling, we're going to move on. But um, remember we had our, our segment last time sponsored by the 17ers? Yeah. The, our annunciation segment? Yes. Um, I'm not going to call out. Who spoiled this for us? But Ann texted us and said, uh, "There's actually she she gave us a link to the Iowa Hawkeye, uh, like their media guide site or whatever that had um, phonetic uh, spellings it's for like all these a names." Website I'm never going to. Never, no, I didn't. I barely. I could. It, my eyes started burning just looking at a yeah. screenshot of it. But but it's Rachi. So we talked about Caleb Rathjen. Yep. It's. Rachi R O T C H E. That's kind of how it sounds. But anyway, I, I thought I would I would point that out. Um, as much as it pains me, it, it it is what it is. By the way, uh, totally unrelated to this um, random fan of the show, Anne. I saw a match between Penn State and Iowa where the 197-pound match was very competitive, and it was good to watch, wasn't it? Very,
1: very competitive. A lot of like. people
0: gave uh, Zach no chance, Zach Glazier no chance in that match, and he came out, and Aaron Brooks clearly didn't love that feel because he, yeah, he was not his same aggressive, um, I don't want to say cocky, but it wasn't the same as aggressive nature. Zach was in on some shots late. That Look, he's – I'm gonna be honest. He's an underdog and will be every time he wrestles uh, a three-time national champ, Aaron Brooks. But Zach made him think about that match, and and
1: oh, Zach yeah. Zach is he can game plan. You know, he he's not without a game plan moving forward. And you saw the the mutual respect, right after the match. You know, when they shook hands, like Brooks was like, "Okay, dude, I, yeah, this, thank you, yeah, like, thanks so for a right? real match. Like this is okay." So back. I'm gonna be ready, you know, I'm gonna be ready for this at NCAA's. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And well or big tens. Mm-hmm. Sorry, big tens, yeah. That was the Penn State Iowa Dueling, And we I had the chance to watch that duel with Jolene and uh, we were at we were out getting dinner and we we're with Perry Rogotsky. And so we got to watch the Minnesota guys yep. you know from and you know Kennedy Zach and then Big Greg Kirkfleet, right? Which uh, and Greg looked good too. Greg has not looked bad much this year. No, Josh,
0: yes, not. I am super glad I'm not his size and weight class and age.
1: <laughs> That's an exhibition match we could maybe set up. What? <laughs> you and him? No, no, no. You and him. You're taller. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I might be taller. I don't know if that match is is one that we need to see, Josh.
1: Yeah, that was it's fun to watch those guys. It's, it's we've talked about them. It's just it's fun to see Minnesota kids doing really well at the next yeah. level. Yeah, and <clears throat> having a good time. And yeah, and Kennedy he chased Stracci down. I mean, Stracci looked tired at the end of I, that match. Hey, I got a
0: question for you. Is Brandon Paulson a giant Penn State fan? He gave I saw a tweet of his yeah. that made it look like he was keel sanderson sending out a recap from the duel like Serachi looked tired i'm not worried uh he's a better wrestler this guy's like it was it was odd like it was a uh, brandon pulse is a big penn state fan i think what i i'm telling you
1: yeah the tweet was it, it was i didn't see that but like i've never i mean like he i know he appreciates
0: I mean, for sure yeah he appreciates wrestling, good, wrestling, like, good but wrestling but it 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 came across like he was like a Penn State fan giving them a recap and not to be nervous about Stracci and about like it, it was pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Let's talk high school, Josh. You want to talk? I guess our two two of our main things that I'll try to distract you from along the way. Uh, we've got this last weekend. You could not go to that that little trip out West because you had girls sections. They had a, a, their qualifier for the state tournament is done. We now know all of our state tournament qualifiers uh, for girls in Minnesota. And, um, and then at some point I'd like to touch on some, you know, kind of a little bit of a preview or some preview action for team sections, which are coming up this week.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, this is like this, like we talked about at the beginning, You know, in the intro, this is really the best part of the season for high school wrestling. You know For, and I'm sure you remember this well, Al, for wrestlers, it's that time of year when you get done with practice and you, you know, you walk out of the locker room and you head out to the parking lot jump in your car and it's still daylight out. Right. It's finally like. It's finally, yeah. You get a little bit of daylight in your system, you know, most of the wrestling season, it's
0: a it's a nice thing emotionally when you get done with a tough workout and stuff and and it's actually still light. You yeah, know, it's I don't want to say the dark, you know, nighttime or dark is depressing, but I
1: mean it can be. It can be. It, I mean it, it. And the majority of the wrestling season, you go into you go into school in the morning, it's dark, and after wrestling practice you leave, it's dark, and then all of a sudden you get to this this part of the season and you leave practice and it's still light out, and it's just like just such a like a. <clears throat> I always I'll always associate that with like postseason wrestling right like even like I right now we got a squirrel that freaking is like living in our dormer that that chewed a hole in our dormer in our bedroom <laughs> right. and it's a freaking you know the pitch of our roof is like a is like a 10 12 pitch so it's a me and the squirrel are going round and round and just freaking ticking me off but I can't, I can't, I know I look athletic, but I can't freaking get up that steep side of the roof. Oh, it's steep. It, it's super steep. And freaking squirrels are agile, as you know. <laughs> they are. And here I am trying to trap this thing, get it out of the house, out of the attic or wherever it's at up there. And luckily, you know, I got a couple extra hours of daylight after I get off work. Yeah. And I literally can associate it with postseason wrestling. And, and we are there. We are, the postseason has started last last weekend i was able to go to the section girls wrestling tournament one of the one of the two section sites i was in redwood falls for the sections 1 and 3 and 2 and 4 were combined yep so and you know what wrestling is wrestling it is yeah it is oh yeah it was so much fun like and girls wrestling is is a lot different than boys but it is, there is, I mean, well, Sarah will say, I'll say this much. It's, it's basically it was like a pin or be pinned world. Sure. Like there was, I mean, and, and so you were, <clears throat> so there's
0: eight sections in high school and for girls, they do, um, they, they combine the evens and the odds essentially. Right. So one and three are combined. They, they did to qualify year. and two and four are combined. Yeah. Good point. Cause that has changed. Uh, one and three were combined to, to qualify for state, and two and four were. Yes. And that was all at the same site, though. That was all the same site. So it was kind of like our, our good friend, the Mayo Civic Center, for Section 1 when we got to go watch single, double, and triple A. So you you actually got to watch wrestling, not just your own daughter and team, but you got to watch the other sections wrestle as well in the same facility, Yeah, which yep. is
1: awesome. It's fantastic. And they did the same thing up at Bemidji. You know, they had five and seven and six and eight together. And they actually had... Um, if you would have told me going into the season, you know, if you were to split the sections in half, you know, kind of basically like just call it a north and a south. Sure. I would have said the south would have more wrestlers at the section tournament. But no, it was it was the the Bemidji section. They had, you know, they had fantastic numbers. And... They actually did a, they did a really, like, I wasn't there, but so some of the stuff I've heard and some of the things I've seen in pictures and whatnot, they, if you won, if you took first or second, first or second at the section tournament up there, you got a golden ticket. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, like um, a little Willy Wonka style. Yeah, I don't know whose idea that was, but I, I and that was fun to watch. Um, that was in Bemidji. That was in Bemidji. Yeah. Would that be like Rance Bar territory. Oh, no, for sure. You know, Rance is the head coach of the former head coach of the boys' team there, and now he is the head coach of the girls' team. Right. The girls' team, and they had a well, they had a heck of a tournament. We'll talk about that in a little bit too. But I say most of the the information I have from you know can't be in two places at once and that they don't stream or they don't record the section tournaments right so like i don't have a ton of info from sections five and seven and six and eight other than just going through the results and in like say some twitter pictures but well I, so like you were talking about numbers
0: a little bit ago right um we we've got i mean how many different uh, text message threads do we have with different groups of people right but we had we've got one of our group group threads is with one other guy and he was talking about um, the number of girls that were wrestling at some of these or at the two qualifiers right or whether you want to call it two qualifiers or four or whatever um, he was talking about that and one of the things we talked about, um, was hey, keep in mind that if a team has fifteen girls last year and forty this year, they still only have thirteen girls, or you know, it's fourteen weights to thirteen. But they essentially have the same number of girls at the at the postseason qualifier.
1: Yeah. So only only thirteen girls get to wrestle. Yeah. So that's not
0: sport. it's not the end all be all indicator of the growth of this sport is how many
1: girls are at the section tournament. Totally, and that we talked about that like. So rolling into the section tournament, you know the numbers were looking like there's a, there was like there's over a thousand girls competing. Yeah, they doubled again. Or, right, doubled, again. they went from 500 to a thousand roughly. And um, so then when we seen the total number of girls competing at section tournaments, it was down from that thousand. It was you know it was like 610 ish. Sure. Um, you know, well, again, you can only throw out 13. 13 girls, a team can only throw out 13 girls. Like St. Michael Oberville, we'll use them as an example. they got 50 girls, right? Yeah.
0: they they yeah. got 37 that are not at the postseason tournament. Yeah, so that's going <laughs> to
1: affect that number, but that 610 is still a, still actually a, a pretty impressive number because it is I almost, think it's super impressive. It's almost double what they had last year. Yeah. So it, it's not quite double, but it's close. I think last year was like 326 or something like that. But the, the sport is continuing to grow... Oh. And I kind of went through some of the numbers from this tournament, from the section tournament that I was at, and just some observations that I had along the way that I thought were worth worth sharing. And um, let's roll through them a little bit. Let's now. start sharing. Like just so, how many? Okay, you and I have been to a, a gazillion section wrestling tournaments, right? We have been to more than one. We have. We understand. We, I think we have a basic understanding. I say basic because <laughs> you know well, that's minimum for us. Uh, the concept of a true second match. Oh yeah, right. And true second matches, man, they are. They're, oh, they're super fun when your kid's not wrestling in one of them, and you don't have a horse in the but race, they're race at all. Very entertaining. Like, like they're like they are great. But you gotta you gotta remember. So the kid, the kid who takes second, loses in the championship. They match. just
0: lost a match, right? If they win that match, they're not only. The champion but most importantly they make it to the state tournament right job number one for the qualifiers and this is this is no longer useful to the girls who are done but to the boys your your main job your first job is to qualify for the state tournament i don't care if you think you're the best guy in the state or if you are the best guy in state if you don't make the state tournament you can't wrestle there you can't win that thing you can win a state tournament from a two seed or from a two you know from a second place so Job number one is to qualify for a state tournament. So you're talking about true second matches. Some of these girls have wrestled in the finals. They maybe they are favored, maybe they weren't. Maybe they had a close match, but they just lost. Oh yeah, just lost.
1: And they're coming off. Some of them they might be coming off the like the most devastating loss of their career. Right. I mean, just heartbreaking. Let's just say you lost in the final six to five. Oh, in a close match against a, a girl you, you thought you were going to beat and. You know, you were preparing to maybe better.
0: you beat her at Pine Island a month ago. Yeah. Who knows, you're right? Very
1: possible. So you're 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 heartbroken. You're devastated. Well, then you're. Turns out you got a true second match. You got to wrestle the girl who took third because you haven't wrestled yet, right? And she might be coming off the biggest win of her career. For sure, she's coming off a win. She's coming off a win. No <laughs> doubt, right? That is that is a fact. And it could be literally like she is could be on the highest of highs, and you are maybe on a low. And you got to figure out how to balance that out, and it is. Th- I don't do they. Is there anything like this in other sports? Is there like? I I don't. I've thought about this before because we've watched.
0: Um, we've actually watched both of our kids wrestle true second matches. We have we from have. either direction, Can right? We, we understand this. We're not just like we're. Pretty this quiet is probably both what it's them. like. Yeah. We know what it's like, at I least mean, from a parent perspective, oh, right? One hundred percent. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I couldn't come up with anything. Um, There maybe is, but I couldn't come up with something similar.
1: Well, and to try and explain the the circumstances and the situation to a non wrestling person who's like, Well, she's got a true second match. They're like, Well, what is that? Well, second and third is basically the same. It's like it is not the same (laughs) when only two people get to go to the state tournament. It is not. So, to give you an idea, like, and, and there's other variables too, like the semifinal round at a section tournament. Right, is so exciting. Oh yeah, it's so fun. But all of a sudden, like as my daughter was getting ready to wrestle her semifinal match, Jolene looked at me and she's like, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I'm like, oh man, I would love the semifinals, but I hate the semifinals." And she goes, "How come?" And I go, "Well, let's just say Char were to lose this match, Char was the one seed. Yep, she were to lose the four seed." She, she, the force she would not be favored in the finals. Would not be favored in the finals. And, and if she does not win in the finals, doesn't matter what Charlie does, does she, she's charget, out. Charlie gets true third. Right. Right. And Joanne looks at me and just deadpan, just like the dirtiest look. Of the, she could give me all weekend, and she's like, why do you tell me this?
0: I wish she would have said she punched you in the belly. <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, me, why do I tell you this? Like, oh, <laughs> like, you know this. That's it's like, why like, I'm like, nervous. semifinals <laughs> yeah, like semifinals at the section tournament it is so... Fun, but also like, oh my gosh, how oh, like, like oh just let's weather the storm here. And as we talk about it, and like I say both of our sons have wrestled true second Yeah each had sons wrestling true second matches. Um so there was there was a handful of true second matches. And I'm gonna throw a number at you. You're you are great at figuring stuff out like this. <laughs> okay. Like how many but across the eight. Well, the the two sections, north, north and south, call you know, it the, yeah. the, the four sections combined. How many true second matches, roughly, do you think there were?
0: True second matches, so there would
1: have been. So this single, double, or
0: triple A. Oh, that's right.
1: That's, one that's class right. System. There's a
0: one class system, and it works. Okay, so one class system. So we got basically 26 weight classes, right? 13 north and 13 south. No, no, no. Four times, right? So there's a, a one and three and a two and four south. Yeah. Yep. And a five and six and a seven. And, uh, odds and evens, I'm getting there. Four times 13, be 52, call it, what
1: is it called? 18. It's a great guess. And for, for people who don't know Alan myself all that well, this is a, something I would ask him, a type of question I'd ask him many times at wrestling tournaments over the years. Something like that. Because he usually gets close, especially like, it's like, how many matches do you think before our kids are up? And he's like, okay, well, he would do the same thing and break it down. So 18 is a fantastic guess. Maybe a little high, but a great guess. There was 27, 27 true second matches.
0: No way. Yes. I, I actually, so if, so 18 was like the number that I came up with. But if, if you just said, take a second guess, Al, I said, okay, fine.
1: 14. Yep. I would actually went down, not yep. up. I would have too. 27? 27 total between oh, that's awesome. the
0: two sites. As long <laughs> as I'm not part of those 50,
1: oh gosh, man, 54 Dora. girls' parents. Oh, boy. And I would say like three quarters of them, the, three quarters of them the, the girl who lost in the finals ended up winning her true second match right. against the kid that took third. But there was still 25% that went the other way. Yeah. Nuts. Oh, my gosh. Just wild and they're like it's it's a it was it absolutely 100 percent a section tournament those true second matches those championship matches they were they were so fun to watch the first couple rounds i I won't lie like like i said it was pin or be pinned there was you know kids that you know the one seed versus hey as much as i love section
0: one there are times i went down there and watched you know yeah, like literally it's half no of our work. fourteen kids had fifteen-second pins, and I mean it was that that Friday. The first round's not always entertaining. Not
1: it's not super exciting, but um, as the tournament went on, it was it was the energy in that in that gym was crazy, man. Um, it's talking, you know, we talk about the energy and the electricity there. The Byron crowd. Yeah, talked about them maybe our last episode. Like I was. I was following along. I wasn't taking notes or anything. I was just, you know, my head was on a swivel. There's four mats going, two sections, you know, trying to keep it all straight. The Byron crowd, they were just absolutely wild. And I'm like, holy crap, this these Byron, the Byron Bears must just be killing it. You know? How many girls are they got gonna have qualify? And I got up and I went to the bathroom, and on my way back, I ran into their head coach Ryan Radke in the hallway. And I said, Hey coach, Congrats, you guys are having a great tournament. Super fun to watch. And I said, How many girls did you get through? And he goes, Because we got two through. Two. Two. And he goes, And he goes, Man, we're, we're just going to keep, we're trying, we're trying to build it, we're going to keep trying. And I was like, Two. I was a little surprised because of their the fan
0: base acted like you got 14 for 14 or 13 for 13? Literally. And I, I,
1: you know, I'm like, oh, I'm, I love it. I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm super impressed. Like, your fans are crazy. And he, he actually said, you know they deserve a ton of credit for the for the success of the two girls that day or the team, because there was there was a bunch of parents and fans that came, that you know had kids that were hurt right from not competing because again there's only 13 spots and they came anyways and their their fan section was very section tournament. I love it. Oh man, yeah, it was like the the feel you should have at a section tournament. They had. They had it. It was really cool. And then as I was talking to them, we didn't get to. We didn't really get to follow up much more after that because he had a wrestler who had just qualified for the state tournament. She was very excited. She was on the phone. Yep. She handed him the phone and I'm guessing it was hers and the, like the, the contact information okay. on the phone was like the, the letters were like very big. Okay. You know, like, so I could, I <laughs> so could you could read it. I could read it <laughs> and it was Alex Vandenhouten. Oh, nice. Yes. The A little post bulletin action, yeah. So he had, and she was still sweating. She had not she been had done just wrestling. Got off. She had yeah. not been done wrestling that long. So he had called. You know, he must have been following along on track. Saw that she won. Yeah. He had called. I'm guessing it was Coach Radke's phone. Sure. I would get judging by the the size of the the font. The font. Thank you. That's where <laughs> don't make don't make fun of our old people vision, yeah, Josh. So it's, just <laughs> guessing it was his. She had I, or Alex had called. Radke that quickly and had already started working on an article for the post bulletin. We've talked about him before. And that guy is, he's going to say it again, man, he is just really good for the sport of wrestling. And
0: it's so cool, right? So a number of years ago, he wouldn't have had to contact him right away because the, the deadline for the, for the printing press or whatever was 2am or whatever it was. But now, nowadays, right? He needs to get tweets out. He needs to get articles online in the early online edition, plus the print, you know.
1: And so he's all over it. He's, yeah. It was that was impressive? And, and then I was like, you know, we're in the middle of a conversation. I was like, well, you know, I, I'm yeah. You know, go ahead, enjoy it, around. coach. I, was, I said, you know, get this, get this out so we got some. I can re- something to read. Yeah. And something to talk about. The weight classes were, you know, it's, it, what, there's 13 weight classes this year. 100 and the 190 pound weight class, it across the state had yep. four true second matches. Oh wow! Every Josh, my math is not outstanding, but that's four for four.
0: That's there's four only four. For four. <laughs> yeah, there's four
1: qualifiers, so every single one of them had a true second. Every single one. Wow. That was, and there was there was a couple more that I think there was two more that had three maybe. Yeah. It was uh, very competitive there at the end. If as we keep going through the numbers here, Al, here is let's see here. I don't want to lose my spot, but let's talk a little bit statewide. If you had to pick a school that had the most state qualifiers, oh boy! We, All right, so you,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually not pick one school. Okay. Because I'm gonna pick a few and hope that one of them is close. It feels like cheating, but I it, mean, like it's it is. Okay. It's, <laughs> I,
1: I guess there's something. It just it's. <laughs> I can't really.
0: Um, okay. Look, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bemidji, Saint Michael, Apple Valley, and Chakpe.
1: You don't want those. Any one of those close? Very, yeah. Three of them are very close. Well, that's good. Three out of the four are very close. me! I
0: threw it at the end. Tell me they're the fourth that wasn't close. They are not. Uh, so my first three were three reasonable
1: good guesses. Oh, yeah. Three, three, first three are fantastic. He's a numbers guy to our listeners. People, <laughs> that, they don't know. Something. like he, he, I wish you could have seen him calculating. I seen the freaking <laughs> wheel spin in there. and Yeah, so Bemidji led the way. Bemidji has seven state qualifiers. Thanks. they have the most over half their team or yeah. over half the weight classes yeah. yeah they um they represented very well they had a they had a fantastic tournament they a couple girls maybe lost in true second matches too like they, they could Man. have been 8 or 9 and that's that, that's it that,
0: you know look we've been through it right oh, that yeah. you're maybe it's a it's a weekend evening and the wrestling's done and you go out for a bite to eat and a soda with the team or whatever other parents and you've got st- Four, five, six, seven, eight parents that are groups of parents that are really happy, and one or two or three that are just heartbroken and crushed. And um, that's one of those where it's good to be around. Good, good to be around the other parents. Right, win or lose. Yeah. Like it, 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 it stinks to go to the bar, but um, or the restaurant, I should say. But I've the I've restaurant. been on that side of it where it's like, hey, we got to go, even go, though things oh didn't goodness. go our way, and it helps. You know, be around people that are happy, and they 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 ended up on the right side of those those true second matches, or yeah. That's just, man. That's super impressive, though. That's like that's what two thirds of their team, three quarters of their team in a in a top three spot. You know, over half qualify.
1: Yeah, they so Bemidji leads away with seven qualifiers. Apple Valley's second with five. Saint Michael-Albertville's third with or tied for second with five. Hastings has four, and South St. Paul has four. And those five programs called, like you know... I actually got the top three, Josh. I know you did. So you I, made I, fun
0: I, of me about just, picking three or four schools, and the last was a throw-in because I thought I needed four. But I've I, told people this before, that you're really good at these I'm a good guesser. Yeah. Well, I really, think... I'm a pretty good guesser. The, those,
1: those schools know. have done a fantastic job. Well, of look, that's, girls that's, that
0: that's exactly what it is, right? So my wife works at Apple Valley middle school and one of their qualifiers, um, I think SB, maybe like 138 ish one some, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. Um, my wife has known her and talked about her. We watched her wrestle, uh, at the state term the last couple of years. And, so I knew Apple Valley had a good number through. I knew Bemidji had huge numbers. And, um, and one of the big commonalities between Bemidji and St. Michael, along with big numbers, is real coaches. And, and by real, I mean uh, very experienced head and successful head coaches from the boys side are now on the girls' side, right? Dan Lafave and Rance Barr, they're leading those two programs. Yeah. And those are those are two names people think of when they talk about really good um boys, high school wrestling coaches. Right. And they both made the the switch over to the girls and no surprise that they're getting their programs jump started.
1: Well, and you 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 mentioned Espy from Apple Valley, like Josh Barlage again, he's Same thing. Absolutely. Same situation. He is he is all in on girls wrestling, and I got a chance to talk to him a little bit at the Christmas tournament about the sport of girls wrestling, and he's he's just couldn't. He was so impressed with how well they learn, listen, engage, pay attention, and are excited to be at practice. You know, there's a number of other things. I'm right. Definitely, you know, shortening that up. But sure. Yeah, they're just you know yeah these these there's no surprise that those schools that have em, and teams that have embraced it and they've they're they're leading the way now here's a team that you would and I and maybe they've done the exact same <laughs> thing I have no idea okay i honestly i'll be i'll be 100% honest i have no idea about this team but so you got Bemidji with 7 apple valley with 5 saint michael with 5 hastings with 4 south st paul with 4 one team had three. Any idea who that is? Uh, you guessed Shakopee. That was a fair guess. Maybe you go back to that. Uh, Pine Island. Pine Island's a great guess. They, well, they, I know they host a girls' tournament. I know they have term. pretty good
0: numbers. I know uh, you know if you have plumbing needs down there, I know
1: where to go. So that was just off the top of my head, I guess Pine Island. That's a great guess. And for all of those, he's, Al talks about plumbing needs. He want, they, What he means to do is bring up our sponsor, Ellsmore Plumbing, you know, he's always been a proud sponsor of Girls Wrestling. Give uh, Jason Ellsmore a call at Ellsmore Plumbing for all your plumbing needs in and around the Rochester area. Ask for the wrestling discount. Ask for the wrestling discount. But, Noel, you are wrong. It's not, it's all not right. Problem. It is the Mille Lacs Raiders. The Raiders, nice. You know, that is, a, uh, I believe, a co-op of the wrestling team consists of Isle. And Onamia South and Southeast
0: Both those uh, Right south part of the lake Yeah Those yep. two schools Yep Or towns Or villages yeah. Freaking not even sure
1: I'd, The mighty fisherman That Al is
0: I probably <laughs> I'd probably stop For a burger In one or both Those towns On the way around Mille Lacs, But I don't know If I've If I've sp- Dug into uh, Research
1: in either One of them Yeah that was I thought that was Interesting because Like I said Pine Island's a great guess Shock piece of a, a solid guest, you know. Simley's Simley's a good guest. They don't have a ton. They of girls, had two.
0: They got two. I know they had qualified. two because I.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Princeton's got two. There's there's a bunch with two, but only one team has three qualifiers. So nice. As um, we talked. You know, okay. We talked about a team with three qualifiers. Here's an, here was the like the topic of discussion. I would say in the stands, this was the buzz in the stands at the tournament. The three seed in the 148 pound bracket. It's for evens or odds south. This was, I'm sorry. Right. This you was, were at the south? I was, right? at, I was at the south. And so this would be for the, uh, the one and one the three. three. One, three. And the three seed for the one, three there was. 148. 148. Well, I know the one seed.
0: Yep. She's uh, she nationally ranked Skylar Little Soldier. From yeah, super She's tough, got to right? be the one seed. I'm not sure who the two and three would be off the top of my head.
1: Well, um, some people would say like Elizabeth Dake from New Ulm or CC Rock. Sure. You know, they, could, they would definitely fit Zoe Bly from La Crescent Hoka. Addison Schmidt from Redwood Valley. Yeah. But actually, Al, the three seed was Skyler Little Soldier. The, th- the three seed in the section tournament? The three seed in the section tournament. She's a two-time defending
0: state champ. Could you, could you rattle off the list of, of um, Minnesota girls she's lost to, Josh? I think I heard I heard a while ago, and I don't know if she's wrestled much since then. It was not all that long ago. That I heard the statistic that Skyler a Little Soldier had never lost to a girl in Minnesota high school wrestling. I don't believe she has.
1: I I honestly I'm basically going off mem- a little bit of memory and well, look here's the
0: deal. Here, here here's the thing. Let's be honest. She's good enough that if she lost, we would hear about it.
1: People oh, yeah. would
0: be like, "Is skylar Skyler lost?" Right. It would not be. It would not be some sort of. Um, Find out three weeks later that she took a loss. She's she's that good and that um, well respected. If she lost a match, we'd hear about it. She doesn't lose. No,
1: no, and she um nothing against anyone else in the bracket. And we've you know that's you could you can bring on any any sports cliche you want. You still got to beat them all. Right. You, know, you got to... one match at a time and all this stuff. Skylar was going to be fine no matter what her seed was. You know.
0: Side side rant here. Yeah. When we talk about seeding or not seeding sort of things, right? Because this could happen in a non-seeded bracket at state or at different places. Blah, blah blah. To me, the person, the absolute best, like if they give out one medal and one one position, that doesn't really matter. Throw them in a in a in a bag and random draw, right? Because yeah. the best person is going to come out on top more often than not. However. I think we talked about this. Two girls qualify for a state tournament, Josh. Oh, yeah. Not one. Two. So two girls do. So now all of a sudden you've got uh, a two seed that has to wrestle Skylar Little Soldier in the semifinals. You've got a one seed that, that you know, has doesn't have to wrestle the two or Skylar. Like, it, it's just, it's odd to me. I, I'm not a fan of... of um, There've been a lot of times I've been in tournaments where I'm like, man, that seating's goofy, right? This could be better. This one is is it's it's a Josh. It's approaching egregious. Well, this isn't. She's so flipping good. Like there's no there's there's just not. Uh, well, maybe sorta. There's a formula that says.
1: Well, nice usage of the word egregious because that's (laughs) that's how the fans and the stands felt, and nothing against the other kids in the bracket. Not at all. And and I'm 100% honest, those
0: other gals, and I haven't looked at that bracket uh, up close, those other gals understand they've got Skylar Little Soldier in their bracket. They're most likely they're going to wrestle hard and try to win it. Yeah. But most likely, they're fighting for that other spot, not the first spot. They know that.
1: And here's where it gets really goofy. Like, again, Skylar's going to be fine. Right. Whatever she is, more than likely. But... If you have her as a three seed, she wrestles the two seed in the semis, right? Like you talked about. She won that match. She goes into the championship. She wrestles the one seed. She wins that match. Then the one seed goes into the true second match against the two seed, where if that bracket is seated correctly, you know, the the two, three girls, they should have met up in the semifinals. Again, it goes back to that true second match as far as, like, one kid's coming off maybe the biggest win of their career. Right. The next kid's coming off maybe the biggest loss of their career, and those kids should have duked it out in the semifinals. And it all worked itself out, you know. They, they, Skylar ended up making the state qualifying for the state tournament. Uh, Cece Rock from Laverne, she won her true second match, seven to five, after losing to Skylar in the in the uh, in the Finals. Semis or finals? I'm sorry. She, yeah, after she lost to Skyler in this in this championship match, so she won the true second match seven to five, but like that could have affected CC Rock. I mean, because some kids would have a hard time coming back from that and get mentally. Well, it you, is you, hard. And you only have right? so I mean, time.
0: congratulations to her for solving the puzzle, but it is hard. Yeah, there's okay. no doubt it's hard. You cannot tell me that that um when two people qualify for a state tournament and you were in that finals match and you're qualified essentially on paper and then you lose and have to wrestle again you can't tell me that's that's a, a position oh, you want to be in just a- I don't care how strong you are mentally or physically that's that's tough
1: well and you know it's not Let's not gloss over the the girl who took third, who CC Rock beat in that true second match, was Elizabeth Dake. She's from New Newell. She had a twenty two and six record. She's a state placer, right? I mean, they're like that. That bracket was That's a loaded legit. bracket, and I I wasn't in there. But here was the scuttlebutt that I heard in the stands where that at the coaches meeting, they're like, "Yeah, this was the toughest bracket we had to seed." Well, I could understand that for
0: the second and the third seed. Sure, it was the easiest bracket in the state for the one seed. Look, what Skyler's <laughs> ranked nationally. Yes, she is. Has been for a year or two. Yep. Like, she maybe be... She, she, I don't know. She, she might it. have been, she might have been approaching nationally ranked before we even had high school girls wrestling in Minnesota. That's how good she is. Yeah. She's been that good for that long. That that is actually the easiest bracket in the state to to <laughs> to see. It would oh have been boy. pretty
1: easy because you put her one and then two, three, they got similar records <laughs> with both sophomores. <laughs> like, yeah, we could probably figure that out. The four is yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I,
0: I, like I say, I I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, it feels like a negative statement, but that's actually the easiest bracket in the state to 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 seed. Oh my goodness! Because here's the deal: unless there's four, if there's if there's you know three really good girls along with Skylar, then it gets a little tricky. Like, how do you play Sam? And you could argue where you want to be. Maybe I actually would prefer to wrestle Skylar, or Little Soldier, in the semis, knowing that I'm guaranteed to get a. Th- true third match, true second, right? Because more than likely I have a rough day against Skyler, but she's no matter what, she's going to win the finals. So now I control my own destiny. There's no longer some sort of weird, like, I
1: need something to happen. Yeah, like that's that's an okay spot to be in, in that fourth spot. For, for sure. And that was, again, like not a big deal. I mean, it all worked itself out, but that was really one of the most common um, – It's fun. It was a very, so look, me not even being in
0: the gym, I think it's fun because, you know, I may say, well, that's easy this, that's easy that, but the reality is that I've been in, in these kids' gyms and in gyms for many, many, many years. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, many years. Right. But some of the folks that are here involved with this are, you know, this is it. Not necessarily like 10, ten twelve years of these tournaments with with goofy seats or weird seats or unexpected things like so it's kind of new to some of those and and I don't know that that's
1: fun too that's part of the the allure the the excitement it was it was the excitement is a great way to describe it, it was there was a ton of excitement and I got a question for you here The the as we keep talking numbers a little bit Al Yep. I got a another one for you. How many? So there's how many different teams do you think qualified a wrestler for the state tournament? Oof, different teams
0: qualified. So we got uh, let's see, 113 times four. It's gonna be fifty. I'm gonna say
1: around 50 call it f- 49 teams 49 teams that's that's again a great guess like I mean very very good you put more thought in it into it than I would have I would have just threw out a number probably <laughs> would have been way wrong um, 65 teams 65 oh, nice. schools are sending a a girl wrestler at least one girl wrestler to the state tournament awesome yeah that is I would not be surprised if we... And be... so my math is
0: right, right? So we've got um, 13 weight classes, mm-hmm. eight eight girls in each one qualify. Yeah. So that's eight times 13 is 104, I think. Um, sure. So right off the bat, I'm like, okay, so call it half, 52, but we're up at 60 some? Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I think that's great. I mean, that's um that's 60 some excited fan bases that are going to be at the
1: Excel Energy Center well and as we okay so 66 girl 66 teams six i'm sorry 66 teams you know some have multiple but and they're from all over the state elbert lee to greenbush badger middle river right you know like you do the you put the mileage in, you know, do the old, uh, let me look on the old, hang on a second. Let's look on the old maps here, the uh, Google Maps, and just see how far it is from Albert Lee. You know, how long? That's all. And
0: I mean, Elbert Lee's a generous choice, right? That's actually in the center of the state. It's way down south, but it's right off I-35. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not Laverne down in the west
1: or... Well, yeah, from Albert Lee to Greenbush, it is 431 miles. 431, it's a seven-hour drive. So, you know what, let's look at, like, who's the farthest southeast? Let's go to Fillmore Central, Lanesboro, Mabel Canton. Sure. Let's go Mabel Canton, just out of curiosity. This is, and the reason I bring this up is because it's the state tournament, right? It is literally, they have, there is... Uh, great representation of people from all across the state. That is 481 miles, <laughs> eight hours and two minutes. If you want to drive it, for, if you want to go from Mabel, Minnesota, to to Greenbush,
0: I, I got to be honest. I wish I wish I knew um, I wish I knew more girl wrestling families personally than I do right now. I know a, a fair amount, but. Um it's such a fun exciting time when a kid qualifies for a state tournament oh. of any sort and a whole bunch of girls just qualified last weekend right and I, I i feel like outside of a couple of families i i just am not getting in on on the excitement
1: well and i'm guilty of that myself like i just don't i just don't know nearly as many as i should and if you know if, if they're listening to us here would be my one piece of advice bring as many Yes, yes. You know, as many fans, family, friends as you can to the state wrestling tournament to watch you compete. Because the girls are all going to compete on Saturday. Yeah. Fill that place up. And I mean, it is a special experience. It should be treated as such. And it it is a great family time. Get as many people to come with and support you as you can. Josh, did you mention earlier um, this is the
0: time of year when people are going to need state wrestling T-shirts in a big hurry? Oh, yeah, for sure. A big it, hurry. A big and we've, we've both been through this. I've actually been um, a couple of times or many times, whatever, responsible for like the ordering <laughs> process oh, yeah, of getting shirts. And it's tough, right, because you've got from um, – from the boys section tournament to the state tournament, you've only got about four or five days. So you've got a, a section tournament that might be a Friday, Saturday, and then you've got the, the dual tournament starting on Thursday, right? So you've got five days roughly between the time people qualify and the time people start wrestling, and you've got to get shirts together. And you just want a decent quality shirt um, with the right names and weight classes on there, the good news is for the girls, we've actually got a little extra time. You guys can get some, um, some shirts put together and have more than a couple of days. And I, I mean, look, my favorite one of my favorite parts has always been, um, favorite parts of the state tournament is going to the team quarterfinals and semifinals. And I love the single A action because you'll see a whole section right and it will be from mat side to the to the very top of that lower bowl um, in the same color t-shirt whether it's you know a, a, a Farmington with their orange from the very mat side all the way at the top to perm to whatever right like people Will we'll fill up a whole section, and I love that it's it doesn't bleed over into the side sections. It's kind of one whole section with whatever crazy. I love the the big bold solid colors. It's oh yeah, so fun. I I think I hope the girls take advantage of this, right? And not the girls themselves that wrestle, but the the teams of fans of supporters. And you've got a few weeks to to get yeah get some shirts together. Get your um you know Bemidji can do it. And, uh, how many girls made you get through five, seven, 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 Seven. they had seven. Um, yeah. Get your
1: general sports shirts, order them up. They'll do the online store for you. Uh, make it easy. And and they understand like they're, they're going to be taxed. They're going to, they know that there's not a ton of time, right? But they, we've talked to them about it. They've been through this. Like put the pressure, you know. Just give them the opportunity to get your state tournament T-shirts together.
0: And if you do the girls now, you actually have some time, right? Because the the team section is going to be this weekend. Yeah. After that's going to be a rush for getting our team rosters together, right? With those, how many? So there's 13 weight classes, and have, here's a question, Josh, yeah. and I I don't know the answer. How many alternates do, do you get to have at the at the state tournament for team? So it was seven. They, they went from five to seven, right? Because they wanted the opportunity to have yeah. every other weight class. There's 13 weight classes now instead of 14. Is it still seven?
1: I think it is. I thought I was just So, so it 20, 20 kids as your roster? On the roster? 20 kids right. on the roster, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. So a week from now, those are, those shirts are going to get, um that's going to be a high priority, right? Yeah. People are going to be like, hey, we've got our team there, and here's our 20-man roster, and we want to have all kids on it. And after that, it's going to get even more hectic with individuals. So, yeah, girls, get your—not um, the girls themselves, girls' supporters, the uh, fans of find the, the booster club, of, find the L find, fans, the L find the sucker. fans of the parent, yep. yeah, like, a,
1: like, <laughs> make them show up to the state wrestling tournament with bags of t-shirts bags. to hand out, like. It's not easy to get through security,
0: Josh, with like three bags of t-shirts, <laughs> because they always wonder what you're hiding.
1: Oh man, that was always one of my favorite parts of the state tournament back in the day. Is watching you hand out t-shirts. The good the news is,
0: is you were saving me a seat. Oh my! God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love being the seat saver at the state wrestling tournament? Like, <laughs> man, if you want to talk about a good way to make friends, right? You know, like, yeah, tell <laughs> tell thirty people that come down. It like, you know, like, hey, uh, are those two seats staying? Like, saving them. Saving them for uh, my buddies handing out T-shirts right now.
0: And if you're the kind of person that doesn't have a ton of friends, save two two whole rows. Oh, like yeah. Save, like, put some shirts out and stuff and save, like, 30 seats just by yourself. You're going to make all sorts of friends. Oh, you have so many <laughs>
1: friends. Oh, All right. On we go. Let's keep moving. So, let's just talk. Before we go, let's, before we roll into the boys section tournament. Let's just talk a little bit, um, just briefly, about a couple brackets to keep an eye on for the girls state tournament. Oh yeah, you know the um, one of my favorite brackets that I that are I think at you know from a distance could be a, a ton of fun to watch is the 155 pound bracket. Like that is, you know, you have. Section champ from Roseville, Elizabeth Hiller. She's 28 and two on the season. Okay. She's a, she's a, she's a girl wrestler. She's been wrestling a long time. Um, Sadie Strait from St. Michael Upperville, She's 32 and five on the season. She's a, my understanding is she's a division one soccer commit. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like, she's an athlete. Um, then there's the, she, this girl is a section runner up Belle Sukta of Shakopee. She's 22 and 3. She's only a freshman. I got a chance to watch her wrestle at the uh, Simley tournament. She's this kid's a beast. She's super tough. Like, the <clears throat> I was actually surprised as I was going through these that she had three losses. But one of them was in the section championship to Sarah Polk of Badger Greenbush Middle River, who was also a freshman. And she's got a twenty-nine and one record, and she's a defending state champ. Yeah, she is. Like, yeah, it is. The that will be a very fun bracket to keep an eye on. Just again, like I say, those are some very, very athletic kids, strong um, wrestlers that are just. Yeah, love it. Another one. Here's one for you, Al. Just a little bit. You maybe are familiar with, maybe remember the name riley myers from eastview i do so she was a state runner up she's last like year. what
0: 138 145 somewhere in there yes
1: that is exactly right about where she used to be used to be used to be so um last year she was she was okay so this year let's just say this year she's 28 and 2 she was a runner-up last year. She lost to Skylar Little Soldier, who we talked to talked about. Yep. at 145 pounds, which makes sense, right? She was a junior in high school. The year before that, she was a state champ in 2022 at 138 pounds. Not surprising. Not surprising. 138 right? to 145, pretty natural progression. It's pretty natural. Well this year when you go to look for her in the brackets at the uh, 100 and so she was 145 last year you go to find well, her. They switched up this
0: year, right? So there's like a 42 and a 36.
1: Yeah, yes. And or she, or
0: maybe even up at 150 pounds or whatever the next yep, one up.
1: 148 is the next one. Well, she's in neither bracket. She is actually down at 130 pounds. 130. 130. I I checked this twice because there is a fantastic chance I could have made a mistake. There is, <laughs> especially like you've seen my system, it's not great, and um, so I like triple checked it. No, she's a section champ at 130 pounds. Watched her wrestle. She looks, she looks good, man. She looks, she looks like she wants to finish out her high school wrestling days with another state title. Nice. Um, on. You know, but there's a few kids that maybe have something to say about that, like uh, Nora Ackpin. Now, Riley beat her in sections. She's from Centennial. She's 28 and 2. Oof. You know, so she's a. And one of her losses was to Riley Sections. Yeah, she's a multiple time state qualifier. Then there's Nora Hoaglum from Mora. She ended up taking second in her section behind Joanna Volker from Nash Key Greenway. But Nora Hoaglum, she's got 75 wins. I believe those are girl wins. Wow. And that's a that's, that's a, a big number. That's a big number. Um yeah, just a, a a fun bracket to keep an eye on. The first place, the section champ out of, you know, section one three was Ava Dillon of Redwood Valley. The runner-up was Annabelle Norquist of Hastings. She won her true second match after losing in the finals. Let's see here. There's another couple brackets that I got a few that I thought were pretty entertaining. I just got to remember my system and what I, where I came up with these, these numbers. Okay, here we go. Let's look. Let's go down to a hundred pounds. Okay. Maggie Olson from Albert Lee. She's. This is probably her first year. She's going to be competing at the same. She's a section champ. It's so probably her first year. She's going to be competing at her her actual weight. I was just gonna say I know that name. She's wrestled before, right? State tournament. Oh yeah, yeah. She's yeah. She was also at the lightest weight. No, heck no. Um, last year she was at gosh, she was in Char's bracket at 107 pounds. I want to say, but she was light. She was definitely light for that bracket. Got it. So uh, what? What? Uh,
0: not sure what changed here
1: for well, her to be back down. Um, I it's think like a team decision. Well, it's not I te- I don't know if it's a team decision because I believe she's the only female wrestler for Albert Lee. Okay, but sometimes as wrestling parents, you got to kind of take a look, take a step back, and look at like what's your best path for sure to yeah. qualify for the state tournament, right? You got to get there first, right? And last year, her her best path was maybe was was it one hundred and seven? Was that the weight class for girls last year? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so she, yeah, she. She went out. She took fourth in state last year at 107 pounds. Nice. And, but again, I know she was super small for the weight. Her, yeah. Her yeah. and Char wrestled in the semis. I want to say. Is, is that Michael Olson's little sister? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, before we go too far, we should mention that, as the boys get closer to qualifying for individuals, if any of our listeners shoot us a message, if they if there was a brother sister combo that qualified. Yeah, for state,
0: absolutely.
1: I, I'd love to know that because we'll yeah, talk about them.
0: We definitely will, but we almost certainly... It's easy to miss them, right? So so we'd rather have 10 people remind us versus miss
1: one. Because I have missed them before, for sure. But, yeah, so Maggie's down at 100 pounds. I'd say she's probably a full-size 100 pounds. Anna Koss from Simley, she won her section. She's a senior. She's going to Grand Valley next year. Um. Ava Schultz, she took second in her section from St. Michael. We mentioned her last week. You know, she's from a wrestling family. She lost to Ella Henning from Walker Hackensack, Akeley, Nevis in the section finals. And then um, Taylor Mershman of Bemidji, she's a freshman. She won her section. She beat Tegan Early of Zimmerman, and Tegan won her true second match after taking third. So that was one of those deals where, again, she took third. She was coming off a big win. She had to wrestle a girl who lost in the finals, and she was able to flip the script and punch her ticket to the state tournament. Man, those, all those, we, can't, we just can't say it enough. The, the true second matches can be just oh, heartbreaking at times. At a 112 pounds, we got Bernie Rock out of Laverne. She was a state finalist last year. She ended up beating Lauren Ellsmore from Pine Island, who's also a state finalist two years ago. That match, I think, was 4 nothing, And Lauren was the one seed. Lauren ended up having a true second match, and she was able to win that match after losing in the finals. Hannah Schuster of Apple Valley, she's a junior. She beat Giselle Gallegos of South St. Paul. And Isabel Shockman of Rush City Bram, who is, if you get a chance, she's only an eighth grader. But she's, she's super tough. You know, try and catch her matches. She beat Trinity Sm- Smocker of M- the Mille Lacs Raiders. She's one of their three wrestlers that qualified for the tournament. To round out that 112 pound bracket, was Chloe Weary of Sartell St. Stephen and Kira Hagman Nayagaka uh, N- 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 of Bemidji. And she won her true second match after losing in the finals. So There's just, you could go through this, Al. There's so many of these matches that literally the true, what did I say? Was there 27? 27. And
0: I didn't, so it's almost, I almost think it's over half the brackets to qualify for state were in true second. I mean, if there are only 13 weight classes, right? And there are four qualifiers at each one. That's only 52 matches, right? Half of that's 26. So if you said 27, is that what you said? 27? Yeah. It is literally over half of the qualifiers were determined in a true second match. That's bonkers. Is... And, and, oh, man. It, yeah. That's that, awesome.
1: There's another bracket I wanted to touch on. Here we go. 142 pounds. I thought this one was interesting. So the Audrey Rogotsky of Stillwater, she is a returning state champ. It's a name I've heard before. You know the name in the section finals. She wrestled Annabelle Petzinger.
0: Also so, know the name.
1: Yes, she's a defending state champ. Right. They are Annabelle's from New Richland, Heartland, Ellendale. Sorry, New Richland, Heartland, Ellendale, Geneva. And then she had to win a true second match after falling in the finals. To Audrey. But so you have they so last year Annabelle beat Audrey in the state finals. And the year before that, Audrey won her bracket. So you got a couple state champs in there, and then you got Allie Alteringer from Anoka. She was a section champ over Ash Strang of the Millacs Raiders. And then let's not forget about Kylie. We've talked about this pronunciation. Is it Danette? Yeah. Do we think that's what it is? I, I think so. So she was a section champ from Bemidji. She's 33-1 on the season. She has had a, that's loaded. A, a very impressive year. She beat Brianna Berg of Thief River Falls, who was a senior. And then Brianna, she went on to win their true second match after losing to Kylie Donette. So, I don't know. I thought that was that's a, just unbelievable another one of those brackets, like, yeah, we, you're definitely going to want to keep an eye on that.
0: I love it. I love it. I mean, this is, this is, um, it's always been the best time of year, right. For wrestling, but it's so exciting that we've got a whole new set of, um, whole new set of fans and athletes and people that can go through like the stress factor with us and spread it out just a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
1: One thing I, the last thing I'd like to probably touch on from the section tournament that I was at was the officiating. And they were, I think the, the, the wrestlers, the athletes, they were lucky to have a lot of veteran officials. Right, you know, at both sites, you know, I I said the site I was at, but I know there was veteran officials at both sites, and just good quality officials. That you know, there's a ton of them throughout the state, and it looked to me like the refs, they, it sure seemed like, you know, some of them maybe, maybe haven't ref refed a ton of girls stuff yet. Sure, would you say that's fair? Like, yeah, just. Because there isn't a ton of, I mean, look, stuff there's
0: right. there's a few weekends in the year that are super busy. We've highlighted some previously, right, mm-hmm. with girls tournaments and and very very busy. But on those same weekends, there's also some you know high level boy stuff going on. So some of these guys um, they haven't been to to a bunch of girls activities, and we've talked. It's it's just a little bit different, and um, the flexibility, the, the positions they get in. Um, yeah, there's, there's a few differences, but I think it's awesome that we've got literally some of the best re- refs in the state are at both these events. Yeah. And, and we talked to, well, you personally talked to refs at your event, right at your site. And we talked to some from the other site or, or two people that knew them and they had really high rep high level refs, which is great. Um, I mean it's it's a qualifier for the postseason. Yeah. It should be the best refs in the
1: state, and that's what they had. Yeah, then it was and I, I think like you it's fair to say that they it looked like the the officials were really enjoying themselves and they were a handful of them were seeing a new side of the sport. I, I think so too. Um, you know, it's hard to
0: I I don't really know how to how to how to quite phrase it right to make it come out right but um there are a lot of situations where some of these gals are newer wrestlers but they're they're happy and um like respectful and like yeah they want to win for sure right but if they don't they're not throwing their headgear against the wall and look maybe that happens in some cases but But a lot of times they're not throwing a fit. They're they're super respectful. Like, well, dang it, you know, I lost. It that stinks. But great match. Great match, right? Like, um, and kind of back to the roots of compete as hard as you can, and whatever happens, happens. And I don't know. It it a small part of me feels like we get just a little more of that um, from the gals this time of
1: year. Yeah, it was. It's it'd be fun to watch to continue to watch the sport grow yeah absolutely okay so let's I'm 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 pretty like my notes are well they're they're usually vague and almost non-existent but what if we roll into a little bit of boys team section preview Al? we can
0: um, before that I Josh, who qualified 118 pounds? Were there any qualifiers you're familiar with? There was, yes. Man, Let's I love I watching you squirm it. over there. <laughs> Josh's <laughs> Josh's daughter, Charlie, who um, who was a two-time state champ, qualified 118 pounds, right, for the Simley Spartans? She did, yes. And so she'll be there... Th- at the state tournament and I I won't make him go into a whole bunch of details. I know it's, it's a little tricky. I've (laughs) I've also tried to do it when you talk about your own, own child, um, you know, competing against other people, but I just like to watch him squirm
1: there. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That's why we, for people (laughs) are return the favor, by the way, (laughs) yeah, that's why one of the many reasons why our podcast is not on video, but I will say this much. It is pretty exciting for, for, myself and our family and, and Char to um, qualify for the state tournament and her practice partner Anna Koss. Yeah. From Semely. Those two have for the last three years have worked really hard together. And Char's I been, should know, is that Jake's sister? It is. It's one okay. of Jake's. It's so it'd be Jake has two older sisters. Anna's the middle one. Okay. And it is it's it was really satisfying to see her qualify. Because I know, Absolutely. I know how hard she's worked and like Char, Char has wrestled forever. Char is right. literally like someday we could do an episode on <laughs> on her and I, our battle to like when she was little, it's like, no, you're not wrestling. She always won it. And she was like, I know, dad, I am wrestling. i like, no, I don't. You're, I'm going to bring you to dance. I'm going to bring you to volleyball. I'm going to bring you to all kinds of sports that make more sense for you to do. But she would never, it never worked. So, Char's got a ton of wrestling experience, and anna has been, you know, she's been training and competing for, for three, four years now. Right. And it's pretty satisfying to see, you know, anytime you get... A lot of... We've talked lot, about... Right? How many times have we talked about practice partners
0: and, and we're like, hey, we're looking at a random duel and you're like, hey, you're wrestling someone from Southeast Polk. Well, my kid's not ranked, but guess what? The guy below him or above him is ranked. He's probably super tough. Yeah. You otherwise, he's getting... It, right? It's just the way it Sing works. or swim. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so good. people get better together. Victor yep. Jamin... <laughs> You know Victor Gleba and Jamin Leduc. They were for Farmington people. They they got better together
1: for years. They were both
0: tiny for their age, but they got super good. And yeah, so congratulations, say yeah, That's that's fun.
1: And actually, it's worth it's worth mentioning. Like for for any of these kids that are wrestling, if you can find a if you can find, find a friend, a, buddy. Or a teammate that you can push each other, and misery loves company, and it just could be such a great experience for them. Josh did you used to get
0: did your coach actually offer a 12 pack of Mountain Dew if you brought a buddy to practice
1: a 12 pack of Mountain Dew but they had to stick it out they had to make it to the end of the season oh got it you know and that was like and there lies the challenge that was like liquid gold back then like 100 percent yeah and you know what I do I gotta believe coaches still offer that right well, I, had don't, to stick I don't it know out. what gets like, offered nowadays. They, they <laughs> had to stick it out. That's the hard part. That is.
0: Okay, can we can we move? All right, on yeah, we can, move, we can like, move on. I just, I, I didn't want to leave Char out
1: or the rest for weight class. Yeah, well, that that weight class is, is there's some salty wrestlers in there too. Oh, for like, sure, for like, sure. Um, Char wrestled Destiny Lofton in the finals. That was a six nothing match. Destiny's a senior. She's a She's a two-time placer. She's from New Prague. She's from New Prague. She's one of them the she's from the Lofton wrestling family. Okay. Uh
0: did was the third played wrestler from uh Laverne? Not in that no. Oh, I gotta think about that. I'm like I almost thought I saw um a last name that I that I recognized from the boys uh preview. But all right, let's move on.
1: Okay. Um Wait a minute. Where are we at? Where are we at? So, let's go. Okay. Let's. You said boys. Let's let's rock into the boys. Well, let's talk boys section. Wait a minute. Before we do that, hang on a second. I still got this page up. We should mention a, a couple more girls. Olivia Seisdell of Black Duck, cast like Bina at 118 pounds. She's super tough kid. Uh, and then Phoenix Fear of Cambridge Isanti. Those two met in the section finals. They went one and two. Again, really tough kids. They'll be keeping an eye on them. Are you saying there's
0: an outside chance you might see a, a state finals match? Are they?
1: Well, I mean, you, you never know. Like, uh, yeah, just, again, it, it girls wrestling is, again, it's just so hard to keep a track of. Right. Well, Olivia's I mean, look. Olivia's Black Duck. I, Elle, have you ever been to Black Duck? I, Do you not
0: know Black recently. Duck or Cass Lake <laughs> or Bina? I
1: mean, it's a long ways away. The reason I bring them up is they're they're tough kids. They were in the state tournament last year, but they're so spread out. So, yeah, that's a good point. We've talked about how
0: much easier it would be to be like a ranker for AAA versus single A, Mm -hmm. just because the AAA kids, for the most part, are around the metro or closer, and they have similar, you know, they've got head-to-heads and different things and you may have this six or seven hours between hometowns, right, and single yeah. A, and the girls being literally all three classes together, the problem only gets harder to solve. So, yeah, there's there's situations where these gals are seven hours apart. They're certainly never going to see each other during the year, no matter what happens. So, um,
1: If anyone is interested in helping out with the girls' rankings
0: next year, let us know. No doubt. I mean, look, Jason's awesome, and who uh, who helps him? I can't remember. Anyway, the the guys who do the guilting rankings, yeah. I am positive would love a, an extra set of hands because it's it's literally it's easily the most challenging rankings to do because it's all three classes throughout the whole state. Everybody else is easier,
1: <laughs> and the, the best part is they get they. Get, they actually take out, they get a hard time for when parents don't agree right? with their rankings. Right. Like, of course they do. Me? Like, of course they do. How the heck do you rank all three <laughs> classes across the entire state that, you know, these girls live eight hours apart? So, again, if you, I, like, this is a legitimate, if you are interested in helping with the rankings next year, give us, reach out to us. We will put you in touch yeah, we will definitely, with the right people at the guillotine who would, you know, and, and MN Wrestle, like, they'd, we will we will help for sure yeah absolutely if
0: you if you're into into girls wrestling and keeping track of all sorts of data and data points and different different head-to-heads and whatever definitely let us know and we will help get you in the right place and um i know the rankers for uh mn wrestling and and the guillotine right they would welcome extra sets of hands they don't want a parent that just says my girl's really good (laughs) (laughs) but but if if you're willing to jump in and help and put the work in, um, for sure we'll get you in touch with the right people. And you can help out because,
1: um, yeah, it's a lot of work. That yeah, was a ton of work, and I'm trying to talk Alan to it, but he won't do it.
0: That's an exaggeration because he knows better than to try to talk me into it.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's go. Let's let's. Transition to a little bit of boys. We got this weekend. We have the starting Thursday, right? We have the, yeah. The, there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of sections
0: that have um, multi-day tournaments, and a lot of those have Thursday duels. Um, I think maybe one of the most common setups is a set of Thursday preliminary duels, and then like a a uh, Saturday, maybe like a semifinals and finals. Um, to make the state tournament, but there's a there's a variety, right? As we go through these, we'll see. There's a whole bunch of different different setups. There's places with four different preliminary sites. There's places with with two different. There's one day tournaments, right? Like, yeah. So wherever you want to start, let's let's just roll into it.
1: Well, I um, anyone who knows me, they know that I'm kind of a double A homer, just a bit, just a smidge, but. I've got a little nostalgia for single A because that's always fun. You know, anytime you've got a wrestling team that comes from a school of 175 kids and they're able to field the wrestling team, I'm a fan of that. So let's start with your favorite, Al, AAA. All right. Let's go. You know what? Let's, let's start with, let's take a look at your, maybe your favorite AAA section, 2AAA. All
0: right. Let's go with 2AAA. That's going to be hosted in, uh, in Farmington right? The Farmington Tigers. um, They are, I'm trying to find my notes here on this. So they're going to host this. I know they host this. There is the one seed will be Apple Valley.
1: Oh yeah, the Eagles.
0: The Eagles are the one seed and then Farmington earned the two seed with a win over New Prague not too long ago. It's actually at that duel. Um, Very competitive. Good duel. Uh, I'm sure both, both schools feel like uh like it's a winnable duel. It's not like one team ran away with it. There's just no way to fix it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that should be a nice
1: uh entertaining section. I actually think that's that kind of encapsulates the whole section. Like I don't I know Valley's the one seed and, and for good reason, but you know, Farmington has dealt with some injuries throughout the year and New Preg and New Preg and Farmington was out of like a that was a very close match. Yep. Yeah. Uh That could be a really entertaining and that's a, that's a one day, that actually is a one day section, right? They do that on Friday.
0: Well, so there, there's a pigtail, uh, in Rosemount, right? It's a nine team section. Okay. So they'll do a pigtail Thursday night, but for the most part, there'll be eight teams that show up in Farmington, um, all on, on Friday. Right. And they'll do, is it Friday?
1: Yeah are you so, work are you working a mat or a table or anything
0: like that I have not been asked yet to work a mat it's odd it's so weird Josh like I for years and years I was always like yeah whatever I'll do whatever you know whether it's announcing whether well, it's, you you were ref I'm not a QA. ref I'm, I I have not ref not yet outside of the refing be like yeah I'll, I'll work a table I'll do I don't really want to do concessions cuz I want to be able to see the wrestling yeah but um yeah it, it's I don't know. Part of it's a pleasant change, not having to be, um, you know, super busy at these, and part of it is, you know, I kind of miss it. Yeah. But yeah, so that'll be at Farmington, um, and that'll be the, the they'll have they'll have four mats going, so they'll have four seven or four quarterfinal duels at four o'clock, and then at six o'clock they'll run the semis, and then right in that same gym. Be the finals that night. See who punches their ticket to state. Apple Valley, uh, you mentioned they're the one seed. Uh, Farmington two, New Prague three. There's look. There's there's a chance that uh, people could could rattle some cages in the in the early rounds. But I think most likely, um, you know, Valley will face a winner of New Prague and Farmington. You can't ever count out Joe Block and his Lakers. No uh, there's a don't. four
1: seed. They always, um, they always come to compete and they, they will battle. Um I just I don't know. You know, make you know maybe they have the horsepower this year. I'm not I'm not totally sure. I'm not as familiar with section two AAA as you are. But I do know Apple Valley is led by guys like Marcel Booth. Yeah. Senior. Jaden Howder a senior. Jaden's heading off to Augsburg next year. You gotta appreciate that. Yeah. Marcel, I don't know if he's committed yet or not I think he's close I think he's really really close. Farmington is led by um guys like Kolha Lindemeyer Eden Davis, Davis Peril and Tyler Schenevert I mean that lineup's really kind of spreading out and looking good
0: it, it 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 is and you know if you're depending on how things shake out if they end up wrestling Apple Valley right there's actually um, you could see like a Marcel booth and um
1: Lindemeyer, right yeah, that was like a one point match at the Christmas tournament. It,
0: it was a very good match. And then if you know, Howder's only one one weight class away away from Davis Perot. Yeah, those are you know two top guys in the state for sure. And there's some really interesting matchups you could see there. And and more than likely you won't, right? Because people are they're going to try to control whatever. But you know if if who knows potentially it, it could be, yeah nice. potentially it could be super exciting.
1: Preg, the three C. They're led by guys like Law Sneller and, and Brady Westall, and you know I think they they're going to have something to say about you know to that Farmington team. They're going to try and flip that script from the last duel, right? And yeah, that'll that will be a you know we're just going to highlight some you know two three four sections that we think are going to be pretty entertaining to keep an eye on, and and two AAA is is the start of that. Yeah, absolutely we roll into okay what do we got next Al
0: oh well you want to talk about what do we got seven what do you want to talk about for A? don't pick them all pick another one
1: let's go let's go with section eight okay section eight um because that's that is actually always quietly a battle up there' We're, we, you know we never actually get to see it but the results are you know Wilmer's kind of had Bemidji's number the last, you know, five out of the last six years, something like that. Right. And going into that section tournament, Wilmer is the one seed. Bemidji's the two, and Brainerd is the three.
0: And that one looks like uh, there's going to be a prelim night, um, actually tomorrow night, Josh, on Valentine's Day. You can watch... High school team section wrestling.
1: Looks like I might be taking Jolene. uh...
0: Congratulations, Jolene. You're prized not only with your husband, Josh, is you might get to watch high school wrestling someplace. So Wilmer hosts um, Moorhead, hosts, St. Cloud Tech, Bemidji hosts Sartell, and Brainerd hosts Monticello. So they're going to run that tomorrow night, and then um, in a couple nights they'll do the rest of it all at Wilmer.
1: Okay. So that's at Wilmer's the one seat, and they're hosting.
0: Yep. That, and that'll be Friday.
1: Oh yeah, the, yeah. Tripoli, they'll get a bunch of this done on Friday, won't they? Yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? You get
0: to see you yeah. get to see the results trickle in and kind of keep up to date with what's going on. It's.
1: I suppose that's kind of – you can do that in AAA when they've got eight or nine teams in the section and AA and single A have got 14 to 18 or whatever it is. I mean, that's, yeah, it's going to take more than a Friday night to freaking let the dust settle. I mean, just saying. But, um, well, let's let's take a look at the So the three seed in that bracket is Brainerd. You know, they're led by a couple guys by the name of Shane Carlson and Easton Dirks. Al, did you see Easton Dirks had a nice, uh, nice weekend last weekend? Yeah. Nice win over uh Jack Nelson. Beat Jack
0: Nelson, right? Yeah. Three times state champ. He's a handful. Yeah, Jack's a handful, oh. and Easton took it to him.
1: Well, he didn't, I won't say he took it to him. I mean he did beat him, but he didn't, I mean, take it to him was a bit of a stretch. I think it was a one point match, you know. <laughs> like but he did it, he did it in hey, he did it holds Easton.
0: He's like a sophomore, right? So, I mean, a sophomore goes up against a three-time state champ, and whether or not the the score's big, like he...
1: Well, and... I haven't seen the match. So this was... I didn't either, but this the, the match was at the Leopold Hagland invite in Mound. I mean, Jack had to set up mats, probably had to set up mats because they were hosting the tournament. <laughs> no, there's something to be said for that, right? Like... Did you know. he towel tap in between his matches?
0: Because sometimes at
1: these tournaments that happens. Yeah, I mean, it's never fun having to you host a tournament. and roll out the mats, especially a senior captain. But, yeah, congrats to Easton. That was a nice win for him. The, the two-seed in that bracket is Bemidji. They're led by guys like Parker Orvik, Nick Strand, Brody Castingway, and Gabe Morin. You know, and they're going to try and unseat the Cardinals of Wilmer. Who are led by Stephen Cruz? Let
0: me guess. There's a C. Carlson somewhere mixed in.
1: There is. I was going to say Sully Anna's next, but then there is a Kevin Carlson and a Conlon Carlson. Oh, I love it. That's a that. It's kind of weird that Wilmer. I wonder if they ever consider changing their name to the Wilmer Carlson <laughs> instead of the Wilmer Cardinals. <laughs> that that section is actually always sneaky competitive. It always is, right? Yeah. The uh, the top two. I know Wilmer has, has done a, a really good job the last handful of years sneaking out of there, but Bemidji always comes to battle. Now, the next one is probably, like, the most talked-about AAA section in the state this year.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. Right. Section 4 AAA. There, there are people, and I look, there's people from St. Michael that are going to say you're crazy, but... There are people that say this section finals here is going to determine, you know, the state championship team. And, um, you know, the top two seeds both have have a pretty solid pretty solid claim on being the, the best team in the state, whether it's um, over the last couple of years proven that they can do it uh, year in, year out, or Moundsview just pounded people this year. I
1: wouldn't say pounded. I mean, they won, a, they won a lot of matches. I mean, pounded might be a, a stretch. I mean... Well, Josh, I, I didn't really want to go
0: there, but um, they had a duel against a smaller school that they they had pretty good results with.
1: Well, again, it was in their home gym with their fan <laughs> section. The they game. did have an awesome...
0: And they also had the advantage... So. Josh, just so you know, you might want to contact um, maybe you know what's it look like Centennial or Irondale, who who mounts you may wrestle in the semifinals this section, and let them know to prepare for that warm up area that, oh, that you got to experience. We
1: got a tweet. I got a I got a video <laughs> of that warm up area. Why are we not showing that? Like, you know what? Like, what a yeah. crappy deal that was. I um, loved it. I did. <laughs> Oh, you, son of a gun! I, I lost my train of thought right now. Like, um, okay, hang on a second. I'm gonna rewind just a little bit. Monju, we talked about the fan section. Yep. Actually, uh, I'm a fan of their fan section. Absolutely. And so we talked about you know every once in a while we'll talk about Brian Jerzak. He writes awesome articles for the Guillotine. And he does like a you know a lot of times is like a special interest piece. He's actually a journalist. Josh. He's like like a real like actually really a real journalist. Um, Brian, if there's any chance you're listening to this, which are probably zero, but maybe somebody who knows him is listening. Yes, I think a great uh, like a literally a great article would be on the Moundsview student section. Yeah, the that never seen anything like it in high school wrestling. There's actually kids that go, that go out of their way and do homework about the team they're competing against. Nice that night, so that they can say, you know, colorful things. Color, you're right. You know, I think it's, right. it's a, you know, like yeah, that would be fair. I mean, yeah, and, you know, it's not sport... You know, I wouldn't say, in my opinion, it's not unsportsmanlike. They no, do a, they do a, they get really involved, and there's a ton of them, and. They happen to be hosting the section finals again this year. Did they not host last year? Yeah, and I don't understand how this works. (laughs) Nobody else is interested, apparently. I don't know how. I think Stillwater hosted individuals last year, and they're hosting them again this year. And Moundsview is hosting. Now, Moundsview doesn't have... I'm I'm hearing Moundsview doesn't have school. They're getting let out of school on Friday.
0: I don't doubt that a bit.
1: So there could be even more kids in that student section.
0: So this is a a, a giant one-day tournament at Moundsview. So it's eight schools, actually seven in the section. Seven schools, eight man bracket, uh eighteen bracket, all one day at Moundsview. The interesting part is the first round starts at five and the second round starts at six fifteen. Yep. We are apparently not anticipating a highly competitive first round duels, Josh. Uh, Look, I I actually, I I actually, I'm okay with this. Like I see people like, oh, we have to have a two and a half hour, you know, time delay just in case we have a competitive duel. And people are like, why, why are we wasting time? Everybody's sitting in a gym, whatever. So I like it, but yeah, five o'clock for the first round, 6.15 for the second, and then 7.30 would be the finale. Moundsview High School, uh, in theory, quite possibly Stillwater
1: versus Moundsview, and had they wrestled this year or last year, Josh? They have wrestled this year. Moundsview beat Stillwater by 18, I want to guess. I think you know, I can't, I can't remember for sure, but I think it was 18. They wrestled twice last year. Moundsview beat them in the regular season and then lost to Stillwater in the section finals. Got
0: it. Um, So last year. Moundsview won in the regular season and then lost in the section finals. They did. This year they won in the regular season and want to win in the section finals. And they do. Right? So there's that little bit of like, oh my gosh, like we just got to break through. Is there some sort of, it It, it adds the intrigue, right? Like oh, Moundsview, yeah. look, we've talked about it. Moundsview is incredible this year. Super fun to watch wrestle. Super hard nose. Um, Big fans of their program, but they got beat last year in the section finals by Stillwater after they beat them during the season. Tell me that can't happen again. There's just a little extra intrigue rolling around.
1: You Al, you sound like, man. Oh man, so like I feel like I'm an ESPN right now. Like there's I I love the buildup, but I'm just not seeing it. I don't either. I don't, either. Not, I don't either. But but you never know, right? Like, they if have to wrestle for a reason. Like you, you have to wrestle you don't for know. a reason. And there's there's some history. There's a ton of history there. Like, well, let's just look. Let's take a look at the wrestlers, that um, the ranked wrestlers on, on both teams. Sure. Moundsview, they're led by, you know, they've got a, the list goes on here, so I'm going to have to take a break halfway through. <laughs> Owen LaRose, Brett Swenson, Brady Swenson, Apollo Ashby, Colton Lewin, Ethan Swenson, Joey Moolstein, Quinn Morgan, and Gavin Maxey. Those are all your ranked wrestlers for the Moundsview Mustangs. Nice. Then for Stillwater, the Stillwater Ponies, we've got the Mustangs versus the Ponies. Let me ask you who wins in a horse race, a Mustang <laughs> or a pony, Al? Um, how long of a race? I don't know if it matters. You, yeah. I mean, like, you didn't
0: like me turning that back on you, did I you? Don't, I don't think...
1: I mean, have you ever
0: seen a pony? <laughs> the <laughs> Mustang easily runs... Easily wins a long race.
1: Easily. Uh, easily. So, so the Stillwater Ponies, they, are, they have Joe Doffenbach, Noah Nicholson, Keaton Urbanski, Linson Turner, and Cito Tuttle. That is... Again, I know Moundsview, they typically... Um, they like do like a Facebook. Oh, how the heck does that work? What's that called Facebook Live? Okay. For their duels, and I, Stillwater might also. So. Uh, so one one caveat here: we've
0: ran into this before. I actually watched, I watched the scoreboard for Simley versus Manerville one year in sections. Oh yeah. Because I, I found a YouTube live stream mm-hmm. that was literally um, a video of the scoreboard. Because they couldn't do it based on section rules or whatever. So I hope they had this live streamed, whether it's Facebook Live or elsewhere, but we don't know
1: for sure what's going to happen there. Yeah, I guess I have no idea. That's a good point. I, I kind of forgot about that. The rules change for the section tournament. It's up to the section manager, Yeah. right? Like he can
0: let, he or she can let people stream it for a dollar or. Not let them stream at all or charge them some other fee. I don't, we need to, you know what, Josh, next year we're going to do a better job. We're going to get on top of this and figure out um, who's, what sections are streaming on what platform. And if there's anything that's like out of control, we're going to try to pressure and make fun of people or whatever to get them to, you know, make it more reasonable.
1: Okay. Okay. There's yep. no,
0: Look, there's no reason for section managers to make money off this.
1: Well, and here's the, here's what they need to realize. That I've got a girls basketball game I will be at on Friday night, and I'm unable to make it to any of these triple-A section yep. matches. I should be able to watch them on my phone hiding behind my basketball program in the stands.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Like
1: that, it's a, it's
0: yeah, and if you need to pay $2, you'll pay
1: $2. Yep. For, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The, the opportunity needs to be there for me to pay. You want to make two bucks? Make two bucks off me, but let's make it happen. All right.
0: So that's a mental note. We'll get that for next year.
1: That, I think, will be, I do think, is the AAA section that will be most anticipated to see the results. For
0: sure right. it will be, right? Like, Stillwater, I, I know Stillwater thinks they can win that duel. Like, they they've got some sort of plan. They've got some... Matchups they need to flip, whatever, right? They, they believe they can win that. And, and View has proven time after time, test, test after test, they're the
1: team to beat in AAA. Well, let's just see how how Stillwater wrestles after warming up in the pantry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, look, rolling into AA. Probably my favorite section, my favorite class. Okay. Um, let's start with the always tough section two. The uh, the three seed is Watertown Mayor, the Royals, Al. They um, they kind of, I you know, we talked a little bit about this off air. We were a little surprised that there were three seed, but they got beat by St. Peter like a week, two ago. Right. Head to head. So St. Peter's got the two. Now, Watertown... A lot of people will recognize these names. They're led by, you know, guys like Sully Marks, Joel Fredericks, Titan Fredericks, Caleb Mead, and Bryce Burkett. Yeah. Like that is, you know.
0: Pretty salty set of names. Yeah.
1: Very, very. I know they've they've fought injury a little bit this year, you know, and and battled a couple of other things. They're hoping to be back at full strength. But so has everyone else. Right? Like St. Peter, I was talking to their head coach at the Simley Girls Tournament. And they were, you know, actually, you know what? That was the night they beat Watertown Mayor. One of their, one of their co-head coaches was, was with the girls, and he was, you know, focused on his phone and pretty excited as he was getting results. And, and sure. And St. Peter, the, the Saints of St. Saint Peter, they're led by Elijah Mercado, Charlie Bourne, Ryan Moulter, and Nakai Mercado. So that 2-3 that matchup in that section could be very, very interesting.
0: And that's often the case, right? Like, you got to get there. But how many times, and I don't want an actual number, right? That's that, good I, know. I know how terrible you are at math. But, but that 2-3 match, whether it's a, a duel or a kid wrestling 2-3, and they're in a tough drag knockdown dragout, and then they make the finals... And they're all pumped up and ready to roll. The other team, maybe they had a little bit easier path to finals. Maybe they're not quite so pumped up. Yeah. Maybe their guys aren't, you know, loose and angry and whatever. You know, it... It... uh, I, I tell you what, I... If you're going to make it the finals, if you're going to make the state tournament, coming through that 2-3 and and being on a roll before you face that top team is not always a bad thing. It's not not a, always no, a bad it's thing. not.
1: And that's a that's a great example. That 2-3 right there. That is... Whoever wins that is going to be ready to scrap. Well, and the one seed is Scott West. And right? Scott West beat Watertown by three, I think, in their duel earlier in the season. Yeah. Now, Scott West, they you know, the the wrestlers that are kind of leading the charge for them are Ethan Strack, Caleb Tracy, Matt Randolph, Leo Sykman, Dylan Thomas, Tristan Hallbrook, and Carson Schoenbauer. Okay. So I want to say like the Panthers of Scott West, they've qualified for the state tournament. I don't know. This is a guess. I, have, I, I literally don't know this for sure, but I'm going to say like 16, 17 times. Oh, a ton. Yeah. And, um, they, you know, they haven't been, they have not been there since like 2018, 19, someone, something like that. So they're like chomping at the bit to yeah, get back. Yeah, get back. And that's, that is really like, you know, we went through the wrestlers, you know, they've got their senior heavy. They've got a really strong class. Um, but again, in, in that section, in 2 wa you just never know what's going to happen been super competitive for years.
0: It's always great. Like we've we've actually listened to the the team section semis and or finals on the way home from Rochester. Yeah, right? from our watch our own team <laughs> wrestle. We, like,
1: we got done at like one <laughs> thirty uh, right, early class, days, like,
0: So we fire up the section two because they do a good job of streaming that. They always did, even
1: even in the old days. Yeah, was it? Um, that, that was back when like New Prague was in there, and right? was it? Uh, Jim Bartles and they were doing they was on the radio. We could listen on the radio. They were awesome. Yeah, you know, and they and they still are. They those guys are still awesome. They're still around, but uh, New Preg's not New Prigs and Tripling. No? Right. So um how about okay, let's keep on moving here. 3 double. A. Now this was this was a section that I kind of picked to keep an eye on. L Let's how about how how about you give us a little rundown on how this section works with their Well,
0: do the you want to talk about up? the one
1: seed? Yeah, let's who who do we got it for the one seed?
0: <laughs> well, are you talking the one south or the one north? So this section is actually broke down, right? This is uh three double A. They've got a one north and a one south. And so the whole north side, uh the one seat is Dawson Boyd, Lockw Montevideo United. Yeah. Uh, the two seed on that north side is the Marshall Tigers. They'll face uh, um, New London Spicer in the semis of that north side, and then Dawson Boyd is is waiting the winner of Hutch and Mahaka. But on the other side, probably quite some distance away, we've got New Ulm as the one seed. They're gonna they'll wrestle uh, Worthington or Wyndham Mountain Lake. Whoever wins that duel. And on the bottom side of that south bracket is Martin County West, or Red Bulls. The Red Bulls, oh, yeah. Or Laverne. So we've got Laverne and Martin County wrestling in Sherburn. That can't be a long drive. I mean, we're all over the state here, but that one's got to be super close. Yeah, those guys would. Yeah, so somebody to come out of that, and uh, that's who New Ulm, the one seed in the south, will have. And. Where did that travel over to New London Spicer, where the section
1: finals will be? Well, and they do that because this section is really spread out, right? Like, for a a section tournament, what did we... We we were playing with this a little bit earlier. They're like... The most northern team to the most southern team is like three hours away. Three hours apart. Three and a half hours apart. At least, right? Something like... So... What? Yeah. So they combine the northern teams. They split it in half. The northern teams compete, and they get her narrowed down to a, what would be the the finals of the northern half.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So so the top four of the whole section. So the section has yes. two two sets, right? North and south. But they get to the section semifinals, which I think is good for a lot of reasons. And um, look, going into a wrestling duel, super cold. I don't love that, right? For either team, and both teams have to deal with the same same situation, but they they send four teams to New London Spicer for the semifinals and finals of that, um, you know, Section Three AA competition. So yeah. I like that. I, I prefer to have uh, semifinals and finals.
1: This this is a really interesting section because. As as spread out as they are, I do think there's a lot of balance here. Like the you mentioned the one seed in the north is Dawson Boyd, Lacroix Parl, Montevideo United. They're led by Ben Gunlickson, Dan Gunlickson, Cameron Sather, Parker Bothan, and Brady Rohde. He's Brady's a heavyweight, right? They're gonna be uh, the two seed in that in the north section is Marshall. They're led by Landon Martholler, Dylan Lawaji, and Taken Diesel. Condezzo, uh, also the three-seed, we'll mention the three-seed in the north is New London Spicer, and they're led by Isaiah Nelson and Marshall Johnson, another heavyweight wrestler who's ranked, that a lot of wrestling people I've talked to out that way, they're like, don't sleep on New London. The, they, they've got a really balanced team, and you know they're, they're going to go out there and compete. They may not... They may not have the firepower on paper that but Not Roy, a bunch of holes. Yeah, but just right. Not like bunch they of holes, send out
0: a like, bunch of tough guys one after the next and wrestle for each other. And yeah, he, we've seen some teams like that in the past that are not um, they don't have a pile, right, of highly ranked guys, but especially if they're older, right? Like and they have that kind of one last hoorah mm-hmm. with their buddies. Um Seen some funny stuff happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and it's section tournament time. There's a, there's a somewhere, there's always some funny stuff that happens. If you look at, so then you go into the south, you got the New Alm area. They're led by Kane Johnson, Winston Nyehouse, and Evan Thompson, who's the third heavyweight, the third-ranked heavyweight in this section. In the section? In the section. Uh, the second, the second ranked or the second seed team in the South is Fairmont Merton County West. They're led by guys like Pierce Roman and Tori Papalo. And again, this is just a this is one of those sections I think a lot of people should keep an eye on. And I, I last year I, I had the chance to sit next to the Dawson Boyd La Croix Parle Montevideo United fans. Okay. While they were wrestling the match before us, maybe it was the third place match. I want to say. Sure. Can't remember for sure. But, and then there couldn't have been anyone left in those towns <laughs> they were all at the Excel Energy Center and they were, they were actually a lot of fun to sit with. And a lot of times I've learned this, that like schools from all state Minnesota don't always, they're not always the biggest fans of Simley fans. Okay. But they were welcoming. They were very, very welcoming. Well, it is what it is, right? Well, yeah, that's what the. Uh, okay, so that's section 3AA. Let's roll into 8AA. Let's go up north, Al. Okay. Now, a similar situation, right? Like, you're talking, we had the north and the south in 3AA. In what about. Eight? We got east and west east here. West yeah. Yeah, so we've got uh, over
0: on the east side of the. double a bracket we've got the one seed perm one east perm the two seed on that same side is Pequot Lakes Pine River Bacchus um they'll each be awaiting the winter the winner of a a duel earlier in the night so the way this one works is perm so one east one seed I guess one seed in the east kind of redundant I said that um so they'll host Alexandria and Park Rapids. They'll wrestle, and Perm will get the winner at Purim, Pequot Lake, Pine River, Bacchus. They'll host uh, Minawaska and Sock Center, Melrose. The winner of that will wrestle Pequot <coughs> Lakes at 7.30 on the 15th. And then over on the other side will be the West Brackets, right? So... We've got the the one seed in the West, Dilworth, Glendon, Felton. Uh, they await the winner of Fergus Falls and United Clay, Becker, Badgers. And then down below, the two seed on the West, Seaf River Falls. They actually await the winner of Roseau and Detroit Lakes. Rozo has
1: wrestling or just hockey? Apparently they have wrestling because they're... They must have wrestling. You know, I could actually probably find you a year, Al, where they qualified for the state hockey tournament that no one cares about, but they also qualified for the state wrestling tournament in the same year. As a team.
0: As a team. That's impressive, right? Because you look at, you know, talk about a tangent, you look at teams and especially small schools, they're like, well, you know, you have a really good athletic class. That happens, right? At different schools. But when you have a big enough, good enough class to qualify in two different sports in the same season,
1: for wrestling and for for hockey, that's impressive. I could I it would take me a few minutes, but I could find you I could find you a year that they did that, and you know a lot of times they talk about the Minnesota as being the state of hockey. I like to consider it the state of wrestling. And Al. As we get a little closer, you know, maybe after team sections, we'll kind of take a look. We'll talk a little bit about the history of the state wrestling tournament, and I'll explain why it's the state of wrestling. Why well, I, mean, I believe that it, it is. It is a good hockey state, no doubt. You know, what is it, February? What's the date here? February 13th? Like you could talk about the, uh, you know, the Miracle on Ice, the 1980 Olympic hockey team that consisted mostly of Minnesotans.
0: Did your uncle tell you about that? Were
1: you even born then? You know what? I I, I was I was born when they won the gold medal. I was I yes. They, not when they
0: qualified for, it, but when they won. Not the first it round, up. not
1: the first round, but shortly after. They and I do some math there. But again, most of that team was Minnesotans. Yeah, it you know. really was. It was super cool. So if they're going to call it the state of hockey, I'm okay with that a little bit. But again, state of wrestling is not that far off, right? right? So. Okay, you brought me down this path. How did we get here? Like, how did you? Well, just kind of just randomly. Northern shocker. Minnesota teams.
0: Yeah. Well, we're talking about uh, section um, 8AA. Right. Oh, yeah. And I kind of just went through and, and uh, rattled off the kind of what the bracket looks like. We got Perm at the one seed in the west, or oh, the yeah. east. Yes. Yep. And Dilworth, uh, Glenn, and Felton, the one seed in the west. Um, and then I mentioned the two seats in each, but what do you have there,
1: Josh? Well, just, let's just give the, let's talk about some some ranked wrestlers or some notable wrestlers. For the Perm Yellow Jackets, they're led by guys like Tegan Detloff, Chandler Mickelson, and here's a name you're familiar with, Al, Johnny Ramos. I am. That's, uh, Pequot Lakes, Pine River Bacchus. the road crew. We've talked about them. They're led by Parker Zutter, Chance Abraham, and Riley Peters. Dilworth, Glendon, Felton, they, you know, the guys steering the ship for them are Jacob Lubke, Caleb Johnson, and Roy Rude. And then, you know, we're big fans of the Thief River Falls wrestling program. They're led by Ethan Lane and defending state champ Griffin Lundeen, Right. Who hasn't lost a match in like, well, he was like 49-0 and 0 last year, and I don't think he's lost a match yet this year. I mean, they don't really... There's no Jason
0: Bryant to keep track of the longest win streaks, right? Like at D ones, um, I heard somebody talk about uh, Carter Stracci having the longest win streak in in um, in college wrestling, and of course JB corrected them properly. Yeah. Yeah. Said no, that's the longest D one streak, but um, who was it? it was Robbie Priest, I think, from North Central. Anyway, getting a longer streak. We don't have that available for us, but that, I
1: mean, Griffin Streak's got to be he's, up there, right? He's, gotta, he's on a nice run. Yeah. He's on a very nice run. Um, 8, eight double a, It's a, again, that's a section. We don't get to see as much. We we did a few years back. We were up that way every once in a while. Yep. But, you know, we're kind of going off word of mouth and, and results. But, again, always fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, just a. it's fun to see the northern schools go out and battle. And, and, um, and speaking of word of mouth, if people
0: uh, either already know or watch this section tournament and have some, watch out for this guy's for the section tournament, let us know.
1: Yeah, we're like, right? Trust me, we're all ears. Yes. We are all ears. So that's what? That's, do we cover eight? Three, two, you know what? Like we could roll on to Class A, but before we do that, we'd have to talk about if Section you're One.
0: Double A, right? Like, I mean, you can't
1: skip. Can't we can't just skip can't it. with the way that section is played out? You know, your your number one seed is. I mean, um, their
0: play-by-play play guy for the number one seed is starting to become known as one of the best in the state.
1: Right, Witchy? Yeah, Witchy's fantastic. Right, right? like so we can't just skip Zimbrota. No, like we, we can't. And the Cass and Manorville play by play guys, they're like, you know, kind of quietly arch rivals of Brandon Lund. Right. You know, like so we also appreciate a ton. It, yeah, yes. Um the one seat in that in that section is Zimbroda the two seat is Cass in Manorville, the three seat is Stewartville, the four seat is Cannon Falls, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um Stewartville and Cannon Falls both, both have nice teams. There's no doubt. Like Stewartville, the three seed, they probably have had their best team they've had in I don't know, 15 years or 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 more. Very senior heavy team. Kids have been wrestling together for a long time. Guys like Tanner Elsen, Reed Ren, Hunter Carnitz, and J.C. Young say they've they've been doing it forever, and they're a great team. They're just so, I mean, you just
0: sometimes you get stuck in the wrong section, or it's just, yeah, too deep, right? But Kasten and Zambrota are kind of the class of the section by a pretty big margin.
1: And they, they're, they're both so good. They, they are, and they just, you know, they what? They wrestled in a duel here a couple weeks ago, where ZM got the better of Kasten, you know, by a couple points. was it, three points, I think? So this this will be a really entertaining section to watch. And I don't know this for sure, but I, I did hear some scuttlebutt that they're going to try and stream Section 1 stuff this year. Oh, nice. Because that
0: has been, <clears throat> without calling people out, that's actually been a section that's been a problem in the past. We've talked about section managers or not allowing streaming or being a pain in the neck about the $1 versus, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I like that. I, I,
1: I hope the heck they do. I know they're... I, I, I heard they're working on it. They're trying to make it happen. So the comments of Cass Manorville, they're led by Aiden Frederick, Odin Frederick, Jonah Coleman, Joey Kennedy, Luke Swanson, and Dominic Mann. I mean, there are just – there's hammers up and down. Right. Dominic Mann, we know he's going to St. Cloud State. Luke Swanson, I think he's still kind of narrowing down his choices. He definitely plans on wrestling in college. Joy Kennedy uh, going to the oh. University of Iowa. <laughs> You know that's not as as exciting. But um, then you look at so they're the two Zambrotta Mazeppa. They're led by Noah Schaefer, Jack Creer, Lakin Copeman, Caleb Lochner, and we, you know we have to mention the eighth grader wrestling at 189 pounds, Owen Lexfold, who's right? Had one heck of a season. Like, they just, you know, Jack Creer. he's going, Jack's going to the University of Wisconsin lacrosse. Yep. And him and Caleb, or I'm sorry, him and Kelvin Singlewald have had some epic battles. Kelvin is a Ken Falls wrestler. Kelvin's going to the University of Wisconsin Eau Claire. Okay. So they'll be able to keep those battles going. Actually, they'd probably be at different weights. Jack maybe is a little bit bigger than Kelvin now. But, what? I mean, Wisconsin, they've got plenty of wrestling teams college wrestling teams. Over <laughs> they there, have huh? many
0: d3 wrestling schools so there was we uh we had a failed attempt at a segment last time with a uh, what was it the find the easter egg or whatever yeah uh yeah it was terrible so um augsburg beat augsburg beat eau claire no they did not that was like a month ago they wrestled oshkosh and um oshkosh had some issues with injury and whatnot, and they were only able to bring like four guys over, uh, five, but two were heavyweights, so four four matches plus the exhibition. Um, anyway, yeah, they were, it was Oshkosh. We talked about 36-minute duel and everything, and we called it Eau Claire and kind of wondered what would happen. Apparently, so two things. One, Michael Lager wrestles, right, for Oshkosh totino grace um Andover wrestler um you're giving me that look josh
1: no 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 i'm just i'm listening I'm yeah listening. I'm...
0: so uh michael Lager wrestler so we thought well maybe we'll have you know some totino fans that will say hey no that's that's not eau claire that's oshkosh but we didn't get any of that we had the winner of the quote-unquote easter egg contest which was miserable we'll never do it again uh In about five hours and 45 minutes from the time we posted our podcast to the time someone corrected us. Josh, would you like to take a random guess in the dark who it was that that found
1: our error and corrected us? Well, it doesn't take much of a guess because I know... Um, historically, that it's going to be a guy. You a actually Jason got the Bryant. you actually
0: got the text too, so it's cheating. Yeah. You knew it, but yeah, it. yeah, there's no surprise here. JB caught that, corrected it immediately.
1: So, just uh, yeah, like absolutely love it. Like he is Jason Bryant. He is our fact checking department, and um, yeah, you know, thanks a lot, Jason Bryant, for um keeping us honest. Right. You know, I mean, he does such a Really a uh, fantastic job of um, helping us. And just is a nice source slash resource for us. Right. And he's also got the preview guide coming out for the NCAA. Reception. By the way,
0: Josh, the Alan Josh code is live. If you go to the Jason, Jason Bryant preview guide for NCAA D1s, by far the best resource, and I mean best Anywhere, this is not just in the you know metro Minnesota, uh, in the Midwest. It is literally anywhere in the country. That by far, the best preview guide, and we will we'll post a link, Josh, and our Twitter and whatever other social media we have. Um, but yeah, we've got the Alan Josh code, Alan Josh discount code, fifteen percent. Uh, I think it's your highest. Discount you'll ever get for the Jason Bryant Preview Guide. It's fifteen percent. I'm not actually sure. It might be ten, well, but way, I think I mean, it's fifteen. It's still, still very good. Like, and, and if f- not, if we need I, to, we'll pay the other five yeah, percent. Like, it's, it's, it's we need to, we need well, to, you. we need to get a few people subscribing to this, Josh.
1: <laughs> that is the Preview Guide. Is the ultimate. It's the it's, ultimate for the NCAA Wrestling Tournament. I look at you,
0: like, scratch your head and, and try to explain ultimate, and it's literally General just, Force ultimate's the only word. Like, it, ultimate, it's yeah, it It's is. by far the only and best preview guide there is. Mac Ryder will attest to that. Uh, we can attest to it. Uh, super good. So, yeah, Jason Bryan preview guide live. We'll get some links to that stuff later.
1: Okay, so that... Back, back on track here, Alan. Okay. trying and deviate here. That section one double A will be um, very entertaining to watch, and it might be available. Like, wrestling fans, if you're looking to watch it, and you can't make it to the Mayo Civic Center. I'm hearing some grumblings that it, it potentially could be streamed, and that would be a great section championship to watch. If you're waiting around or or you're you're. Your eight-team section in AAA got done on Friday night. Um, and you can't make the drive down to the Mayo Civic Center. I think that will be one of the better section finals. Potential, potential section finals. And
0: um, are the rumors you're hearing that this particular class would be streamed or all classes or not sure yet? I think
1: all classes. I do. I think it's nice. Yeah. I think all classes, and again, there are rumors. I, I mean, I don't know. I could have made this up in my sleep. I haven't, but somewhere I thought I heard this. So, okay, that's double A. Let's roll into triple A. Again, I'm also a, or I'm sorry. Did I say triple A? I mean single A. I'm a big fan of single A wrestling. Sometimes it's can be tricky to come by for, for me where I live, but... Um, Let's just start right off with class or section seven,
0: okay? What's that looking like? Well, the one C to be holding Hey,
1: Hey, right. what's their mascot?
0: Oh boy! I love. Oh boy, man, you pull this off all the time.
1: I love doing this to you, but this is one. This is like your favorite mascot. So. Well, I'm not sure how it could be anything other than like a Husker. It only makes sense, right? The holding
0: for Huskers. <laughs> I love it. It's actually the first time you've ever set me up for something like this and then give me a, a break, Josh. Yeah, I appreciate you, it. Usually I try and like. Try and successfully, yeah. All right, so holding for to a one seed. Right? Yep. At the two seed, we got Staples Motley. Down in three, Royalton Upsla. And down in four, the Raiders of Malax. So those are our top four seeds for this section.
1: Well, and that's a, again, this is a, another, this section has been historically tough the last few years. Royalton Upslaw, they're, they're led by guys like John Bizdock. Excuse me if I pronounce these names wrong, because there's lots of Z's and K's and I's up in this section. Sawyer Simmons, Jake Lenners, and Brandon Mugg. Staples Motley, they're led by Gage Birga, Caden Kramer, Eli Greenwalt, Blake Nealon, and Colby Tappy. Then the Huskers of holdingford they're led by Wyatt Polarski, Wyatt Nowitzki, Mason Patrick, William Polarski, Simon Bachman, Luke Bieniek, Drew Lang, and Jackson <sighs> Bartquitz? I mean, I know to sound like you let me pronounce those last names.
0: Well, I... I did not have the um, the I Hawkeye uh, phonetic spelling website available <laughs> yeah, for yeah, those names. So awesome. which I probably would have messed up anyway. I mean it took me three times to get Rachi, right? But at least three. I eventually got there. I think.
1: Well, that's because we never really want to Van get Man it Man right. They say they say Rachi, we say Rachin, right? So what so section seven A is uh, it's been like really competitive the last four or five years, and and it's no different this year. And and I know the holding for, that they're an interesting team because a couple of years back, a few years back, they had a really really nice ninth grade state tournament. Okay. And I think we actually talked about it on a show. It's a team worth keeping an eye on. Sure. Because that's kind of an, a good indicator. Oh, it's job Oh my goodness, good. It's an
0: outstanding indicator.
1: Yeah, and and these guys are. You know they're 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 older now, and you know I don't know I don't know what the health is of the teams up there, but if they're all healthy, it would be be a really fun section tournament. If Holdingford pulls it off and makes the state tournament, I know this much: Staples Motley is, you know, they're coming. They've they've got a young squad, and um, you know maybe Holdingford gets to gets to be at the top of the section for a little while, like. Like Royalton Upslow was right, but Staples Motley is not far behind. So that seven A section is going to be super tough. Keep an eye on it. Uh, again, I have no idea if there's any any streaming available. Or um, Holdingford actually does a, a a a pretty darn good job of tweeting results. Sure. And as much as I know about the Holdingford Huskers, a lot of it comes from Twitter. So thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate that. Super nice.
0: That is, by the way, that's a section that is not afraid to do back-to-back. So they've got, uh, on Thursday, they've got their quarterfinals, and then on Friday, and then also Friday, their semifinals and finals. So they go back-to-back.
1: Smart move to get an extra pound. Absolutely. I like that. Forget that Thursday-Saturday stuff. Go Thursday-Friday.
0: Where's it at? Uh, Well, the finals are in Walker-Hackensack-Ackley.
1: Someone say Walker, Hackensack,
0: Akeley. Akeley. So I, I Akeley Geneva was a school down in Iowa <laughs> oh, I, that <laughs> was spelled, I think, the same or very similar. It was Akeley. So those, those Iowans, they, they pronounce it wrong. Oh no, it wasn't. They had a C. I just looked at the. That's one of those where your brain does the reading for you, right? Oh, I, yeah. I saw Ackley and I look down and I see there's no C.
1: It's no Ackley. C, so it's obviously Clearly Ackley. Ackley. Right? Clearly Ackley. Yeah. Ackley. My bad. My bad. That's a that's a ways up there um, from where we're at. We're Studio 2 to Walker, Hackensack, Ackley, Nevis. We're, it's a long ways from us, Al. <laughs> All right. Well, that's 7A. What yeah. else we got? Well, another uh, exciting section in Class A is Section 5. The three-seed is the Miniota Vikings. They're led by oh, Kaden Lesnetsky? Okay. Aiden, or I'm sorry, Adam Dev, Dev, Devlamic and Brock Fear. Uh, the two-seed is Belgrade, Brutal Grosso. They're led by Ryan Jensen, Tanner Weissman, Brett DeRue, Maximus Hansen, Hunter Loggy, Carson Gilbert, and Harley Weber. And then the one seed is the Canby Lancers. And we're you know, we're just going off ranked wrestlers here, right? Right, right. They're led by Eli Greenman and Nick Wagner. Okay. They've got two ranked wrestlers.
0: They must have well. I mean, look, that's always exciting to me. When I see a school, it's like, hey, they've got, you know, two ranked wrestlers, and your rest of somebody's got seven. Like, clearly, what do we got uh, in single A, like 10 or 12 deep rankings? So, it's, you know, it's a pretty deep rankings. So, if you've only got two guys who are in the top 12, in theory, right, that's, you got to be underdogs against, against your opponent most of those matches, but... Um, not always, not always.
1: You don't know. I mean, that's what this is. This is a really intriguing section because can be beat Belgrade and Miniota. or there's that, you know, hence they get the one seed and we, we, yeah, I actually sent a message to the big Viking, Craig Hansen. Oh yeah. Who you're going to get to know well big next Max's year. Big Max's dad. You know, like, Love it. Yeah. Like you know him now, but you're going to get to know him really well next year and asked him, well, about their duel with Camby but where BBE got beaten. He goes, you know what? If I were to say anything, it would really just be an excuse. Okay. And that's just classic Craig Hansen. Right. And then he um, he also mentioned to me that last week when we were talking when we were doing our picks between Augustana and Augsburg, and I said Roy right. Gunnerson was a state champ. And he's like, hey, I don't mean to be the editing department, but like Coy never was a state champ. It's like that, yeah, well thanks, Craig, but I was trying to peacock over Al. We trying to <laughs> intimidate him. You know, like, so sometimes I make things up. I mean. Hey.
0: Welcome to podcasting 101. Yes, you have to exaggerate sometimes.
1: Sometimes you just have to, you you know, right? It makes a better story. So that that makes a way better <laughs> story. But that section is is dangerously tough. Um, just a again another one just be really fun to keep an eye on I have no idea who's coming out of there and um, that just that's wrestling country
0: oh I love it
1: so I mean that's part of what makes it fun is that you don't
0: know for sure who's coming out how many times maybe not as much this year but over the last say 10-15 years how many times in section 1 single A have you have you went down to that Mayo Civic Center, and are like, I'm really interested to see who wins the four or five, um, duel because they might win this whole thing and make it state. Oh, for sure, right? Like they the totally do the it. four or five seed has as good of a chance to make it state as a one seed.
1: Totally, they just absolutely scrap, 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 and and this is they can do that that same thing in in section five. Nice. That class A section five is just going to be an absolute meat grinder will be a lot of fun to keep an eye on Now uh, you mentioned section one let's finish with them okay let's talk section section 1a sorry i had a little burp there um what are the uh, do you by chance have the bracket in front of you
0: well uh section one has to start with chatfield right like they're they're the class of field everybody's gonna try to chase them down yeah they've had a nice year yeah they have we've talked about them a, a few times they are they're absolutely tearing it up um congratulations to them and good luck moving forward we've got um section one Mainstay canyon wanamingo the, the two seed right yeah uh of the three seed Yoda. uh think- they've had some man they've had some monster teams right like they they they're still working their way towards every year being an absolute animal. Um, and they're good for sure, but they've had some teams that are just absolutely <laughs> absolutely nuts. Um, so Dover, your three seed down in the four and five, it'd be Lewiston, Altura, Rushford Peter in the four, and Goodhue in the five.
1: Yeah, that is um as tough as that, as tough as that section is and has been historically, it's kind of a two-horse race. Kenyon Wanamengo, you know, the two seed. They're led by guys like Brian Jacobson, Ryan Lacan, Gavin Johnson, Dylan Bartels, and Will Van Epps. And the reason I say this, Al, is this is literally just going off of teams. I, I, I actually. I've had a chance to see them firsthand this year. we, could, we had a duel we had a duel against Kenyon, the Eau, Claire, uh, the Eau Claire the Husky invite. No, no that would be the, the individual it would be the memorial duels. Um, so th- again, nothing but respect for these guys. super tough team. I do think they're they are the cream of the crop in section you know they're right up there in section 1A and the Chatfield Gophers, I saw them twice I saw them at the Lake Crystal Welcome Memorial Invite and the uh, Mike Fashion Act over at you the too? Alphabet Soup JW Jamesville Waldorf Pemberton Oh yeah yeah Waterville Legion Morristown what team has more JWP WEM It's got to be like it's got to be really close it's a lot the, the most but so they Chatfield looked really good at where we've seen them firsthand you know they're led by Javier Berg uh Kasen Johnson Gage Bartles, Jack Dornak, Carson Roland Aiden minor Kale Shot and Miles Mulhern though the way they the way they do the section finals and section 1 they'll probably have all three classes wrestling at the same time and good luck following which class you're going to want to you know you got to have your head on a swivel because you're going to be going class a double a triple a right and um yeah it's just uh i do think 1a is going to kind of come down to those two teams and i think yeah just as very very tough teams and should be like hopefully they're streaming them because then i can watch them
0: yeah for sure i mean look let's let's be honest it's Shaffield's a pretty big favorite. They they have wrestled so good this year. Um, they've won some some big events. They've made what'd they finish the class, Josh?
1: Well, they were in the top four, right? Did they take second?
0: Yeah. I, I mean they finished super high. They they finished high in individual tournaments. They've proven over and over they are just an absolute powerhouse this year. Um, and I think they're they're the strong favorites to come out of that section. That said, they I I checked the schedule. They actually have to wrestle. They do. They're not just going to give it to them. So they got to be healthy, right? So I I'm looking forward to that. I always I always love a matchup like that where there's somebody that's a pretty big favorite, but um, you never know. Like another team get on a roll, especially like a prideful team like Kenyon. and yeah, it should be
1: should be a fun section. Very fun, just like any section tournament and. As we kind of wind down here, here something we should touch base on or mention is the postseason. There's always seems like there's something crazy that happens. Okay. Whether maybe it's like a a taunting penalty. Oh boy. Or a, a slam or it's just oh a, boy. You know we're talking not just team team and a team and, and individual. An individual, you yeah. Know, this,
0: sometimes it hurts more. Well. Hurts is maybe not the right word, but the individual, you know, it happens with a team for sure. Oh, we've yeah. We've seen that. Um, we've seen a number of those in the last few years. We've seen, um, just since you and I have started watching um, individual tournaments together, we've seen a variety of things um, that, that have.
1: That they that just happen. Right. They just happen, like um, God. We've seen we've seen guys get called for a slam in the semifinal match. Oh my gosh! In, in individual sections, get called for a slam in the semifinal match.
0: That's crazy. Then was you know, we years ago we've seen guys um, that that have lost a third, fourth place match that we thought were big favorites. But the person they lost to then got a true second match, almost like um, like well this sucks and I just I'm a senior and I had a nasty situation, but I can't make the state tournament because of whatever. So, I mean, you want to talk about emotional roller coaster? Oh my gosh! And and I don't know maturity is the right word. Probably is. Maybe is. But. Like f- for a kid, for a kid whose whole career and or season is is based on making it to a postseason event, and that to get taken away, but them to maybe have the wherewithal to um, maybe help out another kid, like my gosh, it's it's bonkers. Section like, term. It's a special time of year.
1: Oh, so so special, and we'll. We'll dig into that. We'll talk more about that in our next episode. Like, what's today? Tuesday, so maybe we get together on Sunday. Yeah. After does that work for you? After we'll see the section results, the team section res- results. Um. But if for the wrestlers that are, that listen to the show, enjoy it, um, try and minimize the potential of any of those oddball things that can happen because there's always one. There literally is always one. Oh, you know. it's gonna happen. It's I mean, there's gonna
0: be goofy was... stuff, and and um, hopefully for anybody listening, you're on the right end of it. Like, if, if something goofy happens, maybe you're the benefactor. But at the end of the day, go out and give it everything you got, and and uh, zero zero when the match starts, yeah. right, yeah. Brandon? But um, <laughs> zero zero when the match starts, but go out and give it everything you have and then when it's done it's done like there's really
1: you know nothing's gonna get undone next week no nothing that's what this is is in uh, to the athletes like this is literally if if you're still listening if you've made it through this entire episode this is the best time of year by far enjoy it as much as you possibly can because it goes by way too fast and you'll you'll know forever that this is a special time of year when you walk out a wrestling practice in still daylight. Absolutely, Man, absolutely. For a squirrel, I got to
0: catch. All right, Josh. You got Anything else?
1: That's it. That other is- than
0: we will we're gonna plan something soon. We're gonna get, the, get together again soon, and um, yeah. Until then, we'll, we'll see you later.
1: Another great sounds good. Thanks, podcast. Al. Time for the end of show wrap. Minnesota Wrestling Representing. Al and Josh is the podcast show. Just two guys that's in the know. Bringing the wrestling news episodes. You can sit and listen or hear on the go. Voices is smooth. Podcast is free. Many platforms for downloading. Minnesota Wrestling. Alvin, Josh, Raymond, report the scene. High school, college, women, youth... Minnesota wrestling is for you. Live from the Kitchen Army Studio 2. Can't wait for the next one. Stay tuned.